Love Talk Radio. <coughs> expressed on the J. King Network contain mature content and may be deemed as offensive in nature. However, they may not reflect the same views held by the network itself. So please, use discretion when tuning in. Good morning, everybody. My name is J. King. Welcome to Kings in the Morning. With me are my co-hosts, Simi Braxton. Good morning, all you awesome wonders out there in Cyberland. And welcome to the Kings in the Morning, and we're glad you're here with us today. But let me remind you, as I always do, this isn't your ordinary show, but for he or she that can endure to the end. That being said, strap them down, roll them up, and tuck them in. We're going to need all three, caffeine, nicotine, and adrenaline. Go ahead, Mr. J. King, and do your thing. Ladies and gentlemen, on this Monday, February the 5th, 2024, you're riding with the Kings. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the J. King Network. You see what it say on the marquee out there and on the side of the building. It's going to be rough. It's going to be bumpy. Put your seatbelt on, because this motherfucker ain't no joke. Brother Reverend Ali. Talk too much, Jay Mute you. Sing a little song, Jay Mute you. Jay Mute me with brutality. So come on and call and see. So you can see. Jay Mute me. Jamie's me. Jamie's me. I'm important as well. 
That's what I said. <laughs> I know, but but you know, you um, you kind of you were kind of hesitant on when I asked you the question, so he didn't know for certain if you were going to say anything or not. So he was just filling up that dead airspace that you had made happen right there. Well, that was my craft in luring him in so I can eviscerate him. Now, why would you? Why would that be your goal? Why wouldn't the goal be to answer the question, keep the keep the air from, you know, being in the game, so we can have a Trump type show? Why wouldn't that be the well the idea? Well, because it wasn't just a goal; it was a field goal, and I wanted to put my foot into something. <laughs> so, so I am um I'm I'm headed home. I'm headed home. I was on I had to do two uh T V shows, uh, you know, just news shows. One on channel ten at five o'clock in the morning. God I had to be up at five in the morning. Uh, I had to be at the at my office at five in the morning and then I had to zoom from my office over to Fox forty to do a live interview there with um the young lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, what you gotta do when you're running for NAACP president. You gotta get up at five. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I am not running for the NAACP president, number one. Um I don't think Betty wants to be the NAACP president anymore, Betty Williams, uh, and I don't blame her. I told her she should start her own organization uh, because she is the NAACP, or she, she is the voice of, she is the mover and shaker of. So for her, whatever organization that she has is going to be important because she's in front of it. The NAACP didn't have a voice unless Betty Williams was that voice. So, Let me ask you something, Jay. You, you you think the NAACP is through? You think they done? Um, you know what's what's interesting about us, um, and when I say us, I'm talking about black folk, is that we um we don't know how to change, so we'll stay in something too long. The NAACP, what it stood for. Um, had it had it changed, you know, um, into uh, you know morphed into something else that be something that's more relevant, then I think the NAACP would always be a relevant organization. But because you know it um, it it acted it acts today as it did in 1905. And we're not in the same world that we were in 119 years ago. And if we don't recognize that, so when I hear people say, ain't nothing changed, everything's the same, those are people that I know that don't know our history, that don't know the history of this country. There are some things that have changed. There are some things that have gotten better. You know, um, and we have to acknowledge those things that have gotten better and acknowledge those things that have changed. Uh, but, you know, I think that 
sometimes our the way we communicate who we are and what's happened to us is offensive to people. And instead of recognizing that, hey, maybe I need to change the way I discuss this issue because the world has changed. Our our attitude is, fuck that. This happened to us, and we don't have to change. The world got to change for us, but we don't have to change for the world. And I don't agree with the concept. So, yeah, I believe organizations like the NAACP and um, black chambers will die the death of a dog if they don't adapt a new way to, uh, to exist today. Now, I'm going to tell you guys something. Um, the greatest gifts, financial gifts, that have come to the California Black Chamber have come from a white man who is a conservative. And that's Paul Petrovich. Paul Petrovich has bequested more than $3 million worth of property to the California Black Chamber. Now, why would a conservative white rich, Trump-supporting man do such a thing to the California Black Chamber? Why would he do such a thing for them? So he could have because a say-so? He, he has no say-so. He has no say-so. He has not asked for a say-so. You know why he did it? Because the California Black Chamber, when he was discriminated against, stood up for him. And when people tried to use his race against him, people that looked like him tried to use his race against him while addressing the California Black Chamber. The California Black Chamber said, I'm not going to let you use race or his race to deter me or us from standing by someone who's been wronged. And we could either have stood on the right side of this case or the wrong side. We happen to be on the right side. And nine judges from the Superior Court, from the Appellate Court, and from the um, Supreme Court of California all agreed with us that Paul Petrovich was singled out and discriminated against. And when people that looked like him wouldn't stand up with him, we did. And so it was his way of saying thank you. But just imagine had I not taken the stand that I took. If the California Black Chamber responded to people based on the idea of him of his race and taking on the the mantra of that he he a rich white man he'll figure it out that had nothing to do with us we wouldn't be sitting on 
over $3 million worth of property. Mm-hmm. So you have to, you know, so, you know, you have to know as an organization that the world is changing. And you have to change with the world that's changing. And we have to know as a community that the world is changing. And as a community, we have to change with a world that's changing. Otherwise, we'll get left behind. And if you look at us, we're always behind because I personally don't believe our leadership is necessarily concerned about the community or how well the community will do because their their agenda isn't about worrying about the community. Their agenda Mm -hmm. is about promoting an idea and thought process of, Mm -hmm. you know, of, of victimhood. And what's owed to us um, versus us growing uh, and building and cohabitating, co-mingling, coalition, building with other folks so that we can get a better position for ourselves. And so when we do fight for the debt that's owed to us, that we have the likes of a Paul Petrovich that says, hey, what you guys did to these people were criminal and it's not acceptable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, you're 100% right. Well, as you know, Jay, I, I'm like a mini Paul Petrovich I tried to donate a little bit of my land to the person here, and uh, he didn't accept it. But that's okay. I still have it. Fuck you. Fuck you. Get him. Get him, Yusuf. I don't know if you're Mini Paul Petrovich. I don't know if you're Mini Paul Petrovich. (laughs) You, You are. Well. You can call me Mini Me, Mini P. I don't, I, I don't, I don't see you as a Mini Paul Petrovich. Period. Well, okay. You do, you are a Mini PP though. I tried to mini offer P-P. some land, but somebody here refused it. So, what uh, I say? Number one, number one, I did you, gave it to everybody, you gave it to everybody on the show. You're Indian giver. You're a fucking joke. Why, why y'all fucking with John early this morning? He ain't said shit to you, Fred, and shit to your punk ass, Yusuf Kente. Y'all fucking with John Beckman. So you right, why just making fuck with me? Just making You like, yeah, get his ass, man. Yeah, why did you fuck with me? Nigga, I'll fuck and with I you again, nigga. You, well, you ain't going to say shit in a minute, nigga, if you well, keep talking that shit. Jay King going to have to open your mic, nigga. No, I'm not. You're not gonna, you're not gonna, no, you're not going to d- delete anybody or do nothing. Just be cool, nigga. Y'all, 
Y'all say I ain't say nothing, but Jay King going to have to open your mic. That's all I said. I just said I was muting nobody. If his mic is already open, why would I have to open it? Well, you know, because things happen with his phone. You know, he got one of the Radio Shack phones. <laughs> you know, you know. No, no, we don't know. No, it's not a Radio Shack, you know. You know, you know. No, we don't know. Only you know, because it's a lie coming from you. You know. Trying, trying to say that redneck. What you, what you, why you messing with John calling him names and stuff already, Fred? Yeah, Fred, I donated you $100 for some reason last week. I can't I remember why, but I did. It. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. And I don't what want it wrong? because your ass, your punk ass. Good. Jay, Jay, Jay you, white heard man. That. you heard I'm that. Not be, I'm, not be, I'm not beholden to no fucking body that engaged don't 20 acres to, to 20 people and some John Deere's, you cracker. Right. I didn't want your shit, Peck. Just they just don't want it. They just don't want it. <laughs> We no that way. We'll, we, this is just a young breed, man. We will never be beholden to the white man. So you keep your sweatshirt, your fucking Well, who said you had to be? Nobody you said you had to be all, beholden to anybody. You fucker, you just keep it. That's what you do. You'll never be John. You're, 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 you're nasty, Fred. You're just a real nasty, grown man. <laughs> You'll never be such a bitch. You'll never be J. King. Assault, Ali. That's all. We're just verbally assaulting you. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to Fred. Your name is not Fred. Well, listen here, you bitch ass. You get part of the assault as well. (laughs) You bitch ass. You bitch ass. (laughs) Bitch ass. J. King, King, I can't believe you allow such brutality on your show. A brutal to brutality, you sound like fighting, motherfucker. You sound like a motherfucking you mini PP and Biden. That's who you are. Mini PP and Biden the day when J. King left. Leave uh, I see you got that. I see you got Mary out there screaming, trying to say something to me. Why she can't leave me alone? Nobody said nothing to you, Mary. Because the people are against you. The people. I'm going to be against you, too, Kente. I'm going to ain't going to. You better go be talking this, uh, uh, what's his name? I'm going to, I'm a chameleon. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a. He's a cyber cop. That's the police on the other line. He's a cyber cop. I'm a cyber cop your mic, nigga. That's what I'm going to do. You sent me a friend request this weekend, and I accepted you as a friend on Facebook. Did you see that? That was a scam. Well, I just want to know what what was the pic? The first picture I saw on your Facebook was like a big piece. I'm of live cake. on Facebook and, and I'm live on Facebook and Instagram now. Good morning, at CPT. Good morning, uh, Deluxe. Good morning, Sextillion. Good morning, Boom Chuck. Uh, I um I had to do. Good morning, Leo Machado. I had to do um some TV stuff this morning, and um. I knew I was going to be about 15, 20 minutes late. Mm. Well, what the fuck it's are you doing here then if you knew all that? Because you're on time. I'm not well, on time, dumb-dumb. It's, it's, not, it's 819. Jay, you've been I'm on the show about, for 18 minutes talking about the NAACP. Nigga, you don't know what he's talking about, nigga. I'm talking to the people that are on live, dumb-dumb. 
Good morning, uh, Professor Kim. Yeah, he's stupid. He don't know radio. I like, I like, that's, I like his past tense, or you use that in a subject or after the noun or the prologue. If I say I like, motherfucker, roll with it like you're taking shorthand. Stop with the bullshit, J.K. Hey, Fred, what are your pronouns, Fred? <laughs> yeah, the one that I really like is kiss my ass. Yeah, Fred and Kenta is fucking up your show, Jay. Both of them motherfucking slave-ass niggas. Well, my favorite pronoun oh. is pronouncing you a bitch-ass nigga. You bitch-ass You're a slave-ass motherfucker. With a motherfucking... You got you a motherfucking... You're bitch-ass nigga. You wearing a sheet, nigga. You bitch-ass nigga. You're what like an adjective, not a pronoun. Well, it's a pronouncement. These two slaves, right motherfuckers, right here. And furthermore, of a pronoun, I added to it. Good morning, Rodney Abernathy. Good morning, Shirley. I add ounces and zips and Hey, Jay, can I ask you a question that you know the answer to? What's that? So last night I was watching the Grammys. And then I, I, I don't know, somehow I came across some guy named uh, Killer Mike. I guess oh, he yeah. three Grammys. And he no, got arrested uh-huh. when he came off stage last night. Does anybody know what he got arrested for? Yeah, he got, um, no, but I heard about it. Okay, hold on. He got detained. He was not arrested. He was detained. Good morning, Barbara. Good morning, Bernard. Bernard, I know your wife got her sweatsuit. I got to get a new one made for you because I don't know what I did with it. I put it someplace, I got, and I don't know where I put it, um, and, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm mad at myself. But did your wife get you had, hers? You oh. had Corona. You had Corona. Which one is it? You, no, I your mind Good morning, Amu. Um, so he, he, was a, he was detained because he had an altercation with uh, – um, with the security guy. Good morning, Claver. Oh, okay. Because I saw him being, you know, taken away in handcuffs. I thought he was arrested, but just detained. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was stupid. He, they were trying good, to get good out morning, of the rain. Good morning, Good morning, He knocked down a security guard, and because of that, they called that simple assault or misdemeanor assault. It was just a dumb thing. Good morning, Willie. I mean, I'm sure they asked him for his autograph when he detained him. <laughs> That song is bad, though. That's a cold-ass beat. Scientists and engineering. Or engineering and scientists. I never heard it. Oh, that shit's dope. I'ma live, I'ma live forever. That's all you know, nigga? Good morning, Leo. That's enough. That's enough. You have a lot of dead air behind your song. That sounds like well, I didn't write it, nigga. I was reciting it. I didn't write it. I just recited. That's two times you done left dead air on the phone this morning. You don't know radio either. Well, didn't you follow me, nigga? You're the dead part of the air. Bitch <laughs> Good morning, B-Rob. Good morning, Kathy. <laughs> Uh, D. Rob, I'll be in L.A. this week. I'm leaving on. I'll, I'll, I'll be there Thursday. I mean, yeah, Thursday night. So let me tell you guys what happened yesterday. This is a funny story. 
So, um, you guys know I talked to um, I talked to um, Keith Washington. Uh, he had called me. Um, um, hey, Reese, put yourself on mute, Reese. You're making too much noise. Uh, yeah, put yourself on mute. So, so Keith Washington. I was. That wasn't um, me. It was yeah somebody else. John Nettlesby um, had called me one day when I was on Kings in the Morning. You guys heard Keith Washington, and I said, "Hey, give me um, Keith, give me your number." So that was early in the week on Monday. On Thursday, I get a text. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I get a text from Keith Washington, but I don't respond to it because I don't know it's him because it's just a phone number. I don't look at it. I don't look at it until yesterday. And when I look at it, um, um, it says, what's up, Jay? This is Keith Washington. So I call him. And then um, he doesn't answer. It goes to voicemail, and it goes, in session right now. What's up, sir? And I I give a pound sign. Good morning, Ellison Reed. And I said, just saying what's up. Just saying hey. And then he says, still in Cali? And I said, yes, at my house in Sacramento. I'll be at my house in L.A. February 8 through 11. He said, oh, okay, cool. I'll be in L.A. on those dates until the 16th. Can I swing by? Mm -hmm. I said, absolutely. I live in Porter Ranch. I get in on the night of February 8th. He said, okay, cool. Do you drink? Also, can I send a pic? I said, you know this is Jay King, right? And he said, hell yeah, just had to clarify, laugh out loud. I said, cool. He said, let's turn up. I know you know how to. I said, "Uh, you know I'm super low-key, don't drink, don't hang out, stay out the way, I chill. Good morning, Vertical. He said, we will be at your house chilling for sure. I got you. Hold on. He says, I'm super discreet anyway. You in bed yet? So I said, this ain't Keith Washington asking me bullshit like this. I don't know who the fuck you are, but lose my fucking number. And then they said, Jay, good morning, Cassandra Burgess. So now I'm like, so I'm on with DOA, right? I'm on the phone, me and DOA talking about music shit. I'm like, DOA, this motherfucker. So I'm like, so, um, so I'm like, I don't know if, so he said, man, is it Keith Washington? I said, I don't know. I got a, I, somebody emailed, sent me a text. I don't know if it is. So I text John Nettlesby and say, hey, man, are you available to talk? And he said, for you, sir, at any time. So I call him. So I said, hey, man, what's Keith Washington's number? I got a, I got a text, and I read him the whole thing. And he, laughed, he started laughing his ass off. He said, I don't, think, he said, I don't know what Keith's number is. Let me find it. So then I, I get a phone call from a 702 number, and it's Keith Washington. And Keith Washington 
have a 702. And then but at the same time, good morning, Chocolate Peach. At the same time, DOA is calling Pat Brookins to get uh, his number. So he sends me a number on Keith, and it's a 323 number. So Keith doesn't have an 818 number. So now I'm telling Keith, I'm reading Keith what this Keith Washington wrote, and he is laughing his ass off. But I said to DOA, I said, um, I'm going to read this on Kings in the Morning like it's Michael Sam's, like if Keith Washington was, you know, in the voice of Michael Sam's. So, um, so I'm going to read this like Michael Sam's. Uh, first of all, let me say, it was not Keith Washington. It was not the real Keith Washington, but, you know, they got all these scams going on, so you don't know what it is. It is what it is, but the shit was funny. But, um, yeah, Keith, Keith, kissing you, Keith Washington, yes. And he's going to come on the show, we're going to talk about it. <clears throat> yeah, the, um, the hackers, these hackers are out of line. These hackers are crazy. But now I'm going to be Keith Washington in the voice of Michael Sands. What's up, Jay? This is Keith Washington. I'm in a session right now. What's up, sir? Just saying, hey, still in Cali? Yeah, I'm at my house in Sacramento. I'll be at my house in L.A. February um, 8th through 11th. Okay, cool. I'll be in L.A. all those days to the 16th. Can I swing by? Yeah. Um, um, absolutely. I live in Port Ranch. I get in on the night of February 8th. Okay. Do you drink? Also, can I say it to pig? You know this is Jay King, right? Hell yeah. I just had to clarify. Laugh out loud. Cool. <laughs> Let's turn it up. I know you know how to turn it up. Uh, you know I'm super low-key. I don't drink, no hanging out. I, I stay out the way. I chill. We'll be chill. We'll, we'll be at your house chilling for sure. I got you. I'm super discreet anyway. You <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to let it last out. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, <laughs> good morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I ain't heard Michael Sam say he was super discreet before. <laughs> oh man. So it wasn't it wasn't Keith Washington, let me first say that. <laughs> but if it would have been I um so so um uh uh Derek Allen said, um, Jay, if, uh, are you gonna, would you tell that story on Kings of the Morning? Dale Bernie, I'm on live again. I'm on live now. Uh, good morning to you, Dale. He said, would you tell that story on Kings of the Morning? Um, good morning, Arnie Snyder. Good morning, uh, um, um, Greg Beasley. At first I said, no. I said, I said yeah, I would. I would. Yeah, I would tell the motherfucking story. Motherfuckers shouldn't be doing that. Of course I would. But it wasn't. I wasn't keep watching. But I said, you know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do the story tomorrow. If you know, keep watching uh, in the voice of uh, 
Michael Sam. <laughs> Who was that? That was his Michael brother. Sam, get to the part where Michael Sam said, "Are you going to bed now? You missed. We didn't get that part yet." I did get to that part. Oh, I got to. He, he, said, he wanted um, to do it again, Jay. <laughs> John, Beckman, I, John Beckman, I think you might start touching yourself when I read that shit. I'm not doing it. <laughs> no, I didn't hear that part. He ain't started. He he been touching himself. First you heard your Good voice, morning, Jay. We weren't on the phone. These were text messages. These were text messages. And so then Keith Washington called me because um, because um, John Nettlesby called him. And John Nettlesby said, yo, man, you need to call Jay King because he got some shit to tell you. And that's how, that's how that happened. And then he, he said, Jay, these are my numbers. <laughs> and one of them is a 702, one of the 323. Good morning, Adrian Lord. But let me ask you guys a question. If one of your friends, one of your good friends, somebody that you're super tight with, called you one day, you know, sent you a text and said, oh, John, how are you? John, tell me a good friend, a good friend, Leonard. John, how are you? It's Leonard. Remember we went to school together? Oh, my God. It's been a long time. I would love to see you. Um, love, love, love to see you. Um, and John, he, you know, you could see that he had some feminine traits. Would you? Would you see him? Would you? Would you? You know, this is a guy you play ball with. You guys, you know, on the same ball team. And oh, John, it's me. It's Slitter. Oh my God, I found you. I've been looking all over for you. Oh, shit. What would you do? Would you meet with him? No, I'd tell him I live in uh, Hong Kong or something. I'm coming. I want to see you, John. I don't care where you are. I've got the means to do it. I need to see you. You're one of my best buds. Good morning, King uh, no. of R&B. What would you do, John? No, I'd say, hey, I hope you're well and have a nice day. Uh, good morning, Arnie Snyder. Um, Professor Keone said, King, I'm hearing the stuttering rev cracking up. Notice how he livens up. Retard probably got a hard on listening to you tell that story. <laughs> Yeah, I, I know uh, how Franco Harris and, and Keith Washington <laughs> met at the met at the club. <laughs> um, what would you do? What would you do, John? I I wouldn't. I'd say, hey, you know, catch up on your yeah. life. I mean, hope you're doing well. I wouldn't do. I wouldn't say, come see me. I want to see you, Johnny. Can I come to your home? No. Can I come to your home, Johnny? No, I. Why not? I'm in fact, I don't have. I unfortunately, I don't have a home that you can come to. Not That's true, John. I'm right out front. Come on, I'm right out front. <laughs> well, come on, everybody. I'd, ra- 
<laughs> I'd be out back over the wall by then. Ali, <laughs> what would you do? One of your good friends you grew up with, one of your homeboys from the block, you guys are cooler than a motherfucker. But now he sounds like, hey, Ali, oh, I heard about you with that radio show you on. I, I need to see you. No, no, man, you can't fuck with me, man. I, you, you sound a little sweet, homie. You changed. You, you've been influenced over the years. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, uh, Kente? One of your homeboys that you play ball with, you know, he go full throttle, sweet thing on you. Whoa, sweet thing. Kente, yeah, you said to invite him over. No, I mean, uh, okay. But then he ain't coming at me. If he ain't coming at me, yeah, that's he wanna, a lot of people do that. He, he want to see you. <laughs> hey, what's up, man? <laughs> I mean, he want to get at you, though. No, I rap with him, but, you know. You know me to me? Yeah, of course. I had, I don't discriminate on that. I don't discriminate on that. But, you know, as long as he ain't coming at me, you know, you got people. What about, you know, you meet people like that. that okay, good that morning, Todd. Okay, so, okay, so he ain't coming. Okay, so he like, uh, what's up, man? <laughs> you know who the sub, don't you? It's me. Remember we used to pop the shit out of him coming across the middle? Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm back in town. I understand you're on, you're on the radio and all. I'd love to see you. I really, really, really. <laughs> Jay, cut this shit out. <laughs> <laughs> would you? Would you still? Would no, you still see him? No, no, not in that really, not in that really, 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 really voice. No, but we should be really, really. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Fred. He getting to you, nigga. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. I can Fred, laugh if Fred, I want to, Ollie. Fred, Fred um, one of your friends, you know, they, um, you know, one of the one of the guys that you grew up with. He said, "Oh my God, Fred! I've seen you. You've gotten so big and strong." <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, bring your ass on over here. Come on, nigga. Let's go to lunch. I'm going to find something for his fuck ass to do. They say them homosexuals got plenty of money. Bring your ass on over here. Shit. Hell yeah. So, okay, so Fred, now, so, Fred, now you're body. Now he's over, and he's got, Fred, I have plenty of money. I don't need any money. What I need is a big, strong man. Ooh. And, <laughs> That nigga Jay said, "Ooh, you can decorate your house, Fred." Let me touch, let me touch your, oh, your muscles, Fred. I'm thankful for you. 
What you gonna do, Fred? Now, now you, now he, now he's fainting for you. He, you, you got him, and you, he go, he ready to give you the money. I'm gonna tell that motherfucker, wake up, give me the goddamn money, man. Uh, what, what's wrong with you? I tell you what, Fred. Um, I will give you the money if you mess with the Dookie hole. Do you mess with the Dookie hole, Fred? <laughs> I'm 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 asking that motherfucker. Uh huh. What did she just say? Fred, I'm gonna tell you right now, Fred. Fred, I'm gonna tell you right now. You the motherfucker that will end up dating a transgender. I already see that shit. No, well that's your fucking You psycho and you fucking sick like that. But no. What if he wanted to take a tour of your house? If he wanted to take a tour of your house, would you show him your bedroom? Well, first of all, Fred already Fred already proved that he that he might um, for the money he might even be the backside he might be the backside boy. Well, I don't even think like that. You you need to be talking to your friend John Beckman about that kind of shit, Jay. So, what you so mean? Fred, we, we heard, we heard your answers, Fred. He asked you the oh, questions and you answered, nigga. You said you wake the nigga up and ask you for the money. He already in your room, Fred. Yeah, he yeah. said he'd do anything for money. He said he said that he's fainting, right? And then that's when I get the gift of gab. Let me see where the money at, man. Hold on for a minute. And I'm going to get that money, motherfucker, but he ain't going to have nothing to do with my booty hole, my arms, my titties, my mouth, none of that. He's going to get the fuck up out of here. But I'm going to get that money. Bring your ass over here thinking you're supposed to play with my booty hole and you got some money. You got titties, Fred? I didn't know you had titties, my nigga. Yeah. Man breast, bitch. Man breast, homie. You know, I, I, I'm i 62 years old, nigga. You supposed to be sitting trim. But you scared of pussy, so shut Good the morning, fuck up Shani. talking to me. You nigga, what they got to do with you, you having titties, pussy. nigga? You Why you don't do sit-ups, nigga? Why you don't do sit-ups, nigga? I'm scared of I'm scared of big fat pussy. I'm scared of fat girls. I'm definitely scared of big fat girls. Jenna Marie said Fred taking all the money and leaving homeboy butt naked on the corner. Just like that. But then we got like this other Dahmer, nigga trying, we and, this other fucking little faggot ass motherfucker like here talking. His motherfucker here scared of women. So we know. Nigga, shut your ass up, nigga, because you got caught up, nigga, and Jay says your ass a suspect. Now you want to turn on me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you agreeing with him in that white boy. Nigga, yay, nigga. You left the nigga, just like Jenna Marie said, nigga, you left him on the corner, but the corner of your bed, nigga. <laughs> uh, Boom Chuck said, all money ain't good money. And that dirty that dirty money, is that money had dirt written all over it, that chocolate highway. <laughs> highway boy. Just a boy on the highway. Well, you turned down. You turned you turned down ten million for that ugly African. Highway boy. I would have got that motherfucker fixed for that ten million that you turned down. I'd have took that African somewhere. Got that motherfucker lips fixed, her titties fixed. I would have got them titties. You've been turned out, Fred. You've been turned out. They already sung the song on you. You in trouble. <laughs> so, Fred, Fred uh, what wouldn't you do for money if you're going to do that for money? What wouldn't you do for money? 
fuck with nope. your motherfucking ass. I don't ever want you around me. That's one thing I know for sure. Because you sound like <laughs> no, you're not middle The rainbow people are going to protest in front of your house, Jay. They get butt hurt. Uh, I'm going to tell you, the rainbow people, they know who to fuck around with and who not to. I don't concern myself with the rainbow. Uh, I like the, I like the, the rainbow people. Let me tell you, that, 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 let me tell you what yeah. happened. This, um, speaking of the rainbow, somebody in the rainbow, um, they, um, this guy got sentenced because um, he had killed somebody that he thought was a woman. Um, Nikia Chocolate Peach said, I wonder if Fred has a profile on seeking seeking arrangements. <laughs> Jay, you left, you left, you left uh, Simi out. See if Simi, what would Simi do? Simi? One of your old friends that you used to private dance with. You know, um, and you know he was on the top dance floor. And now he uh he's like Simmy, you still dancing? I'm still dancing. I would love to see you. I I'm still dancing with you by Wade. He's now playing on Apple Music. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Apple Music playing. I'm still dancing. I didn't ask you to. Apple. Um, uh, 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 Simi, Simi, uh, you still dancing? I want, I want to dance with you. Great. Great. I don't mind answering that oh, question. Oh, that's me. But, 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 but I'm, I'm in the post office right now, and I'm getting ready to pay for something like quick. But I'll answer the question as soon as I'm finished. Okay. So we'll get to All right. The world is uh, – so um, Sh- um, Shady said them rainbow folks are too entitled, man. The world is overly sensitive for no reason now. Uh, mm-hmm. Good morning, Dave. So yeah. they are. The world – but, hey, listen, um, I, I laugh at shit like that. I, I make jokes, and if you, if you can't – if you can't take a joke, don't you know? Don't fuck around over here in joke land. This is joke land. There's a lot of shit talking and joke telling around here. Uh, and today is uh, Monday, January fifth, twenty twenty-four. I'm going to do the February, daily word. February fifth. February. Does it? Yeah. And I'm going to do the daily word. Um, Kente, are you doing the word of the day? Mm-hmm. Tell me. Jack K, I'm going to do word day. All right. So Kente doing the word of the day. I'm doing the daily word. The daily word is divine order, D-I-V-I-N-E-O-R-D-E-R. My spiritual life progresses in accordance with divine order. Like the seed that begins as a tiny sprout, I am growing toward the fullness of my potential. Just as the seed does not bypass stages of growth as it progresses to fully matured grain, my orderly growth happens over time. My body has grown from a baby to a child to an adult. My education built a foundation from adulthood, just as my spiritual development is building a foundation for life. I am progressing along with my spiritual path. At one time, I searched outside myself for answers to questions and waited for my prayers to be answered. 
Through my orderly spiritual growth, I now see myself as a spiritual being endowed with divine gifts I can use to direct my life. As long as I live, I will use divine order to keep searching, growing, and understanding. Today's Bible verse is Mark 4, 28. The earth produces of itself, first the stalk, then the head, and the full grain in the head. Yusuf Kente, Amen. what is the word of today? Good morning, Edith. Good morning, Michael. Zekin, the word today is tell like. T-A-L-I-L-L-I-T-E is how I spell it. Tail light is the behind on a car that flashes. So let me use that in a sentence. Ali keeps fucking with me after you leave. I'm going to commence to kicking this tail light. Tail light. <laughs> and then it's going to get hard. He didn't say he was leaving. Nigga, you sound crazy. He, they ain't going nowhere yet. Nigga, what you talking about? I said after he leaves. He ain't leaving, nigga. What do you mean? It, it sounds like you just want, sound like you want some tail, nigga. You, you looking for some tail, nigga. You lied about your story. <laughs> You're looking for some Michael Sam tale. Jay said he's going to be going doing something, and you said when he no, I, no, I no, I had to do it this morning. Kente, I'd already done it. I was doing it, so I had to be up. I had to be at my office at five in the morning to do um, Channel Ten, and then. Um, I had to leave Channel 10. I'm due to 5, five o'clock. They, they did teases throughout the, the um, morning, and then I came on a few times with Mark, uh, Mark Allen on Channel 10 to talk about the legislative brunch that we're going to have on the 12th, next Monday. And then I had to go to Fox oh. 40. Fox 40 was at 745. So I thought that um, that I would be able to make it. Um, well, I wasn't going to be able to make it live, but I made it on the phone. So I did the Fox 40, got in the car, and then called in and was able to start the show from the phone. But I couldn't, I couldn't come live until 20 minutes late. I was 20 minutes late for live. But oh, well, now, I can kick his tail hard then while you're here. What you're saying. Just I want to say, I want to interject if I possibly can. Please. Yeah. Go ahead, Reese. I know you got something. I want to start by saying that from the display of the word of the day, it is, <laughs> it is irrefutable, folks. Irrefutable. <laughs> we don't get an insight like this quite often, but I can guarantee you, in fact, I am willing to bet. <laughs> That Yusef Kente's ability to spell the word taillight proves mm-hmm. that he is not allowed to check his children's homework at the end of yeah, the I night. Yeah, I knew he spelled tail wrong. He spelled tail wrong. Yeah. There is just no way that anyone allows him to check. I envision a night 
where the children actually read to Yusef Kente because he cannot clearly read at all words like tailor that, that he has to it's say, so and I quote, and I quote, that's the way that I spell it at least, which means <laughs> that we actually have to reference an actual dictionary because we can't really trust the spelling coming from the guy giving the word of the day, an educational portion of the Kings in the Morning program. We can't even was, trust the source. I was trying to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was trying to upset the word of the day. It just so happens, you two white men, that you missed last show when I told the people that I Talk just about, got back from buying all these beautiful books from this white man's library. You want to hear me what start. they are? Oh, oh, it's you the library? Hear, let me tell you. Let me is tell that you. where you found them? Did, is that where they so bury the me, lies? Let me, let me tell you. Let me tell you. You get some blueberries with that, too? Good morning, Jones. Yes. Libraries. Good morning, you can, you can have a library smoothie with strawberries and lime. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, one of them is the Jewish immigrants. Bought mm-hmm. that book, mm-hmm. the Book of Enoch. I got that book. Mm-hmm. An introduction to music. I got that mm-hmm. motherfucker. I know what Let book you didn't get. I know what book Let you didn't get. Wait a minute. Wait a dictionary. Wait, 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 wait. You didn't get a dictionary. Our country <laughs> in war. Yeah, humans' destiny. Let me let me tell you this other one I got. People of the Stone Age. Oh, I got that motherfucker right there. I got a book you can get for fifty cents. Secrets of the Great Pyramid. I got that motherfucker. I got another book. By the way, are these all picture books? Are these all picture books? Got that motherfucker, man. (laughs) They're crayon books. The March of uh, the March of Archaeology. I had to get that motherfucker. This must be a coloring book. Wait a minute, man. Before history, the making of the past. A oh, I had book. to grab that motherfucker. Wait a minute, journey into China. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry, I got to stop you. What's the yeah. white man's library? Because the rest the of us don't know where the, man had where's the black man's library. Like, and I'm a history Is it in Harlem of the Islamic people. Where's the black grab man's that library? Milton's poetic works. Milton. Where is the black man's library? I got Milton's poetic works. This motherfucker had the introductory to the Egyptian collections. I said, this white man really been free. J. King, this I want magic, you to acknowledge the fact that you said Kente, the radical Negro, is supporting white businesses. <laughs> this is how they fool you, magic symbol. The world I want, and the West. Even Look if it at is this radical Negro supporting Shows white businesses. In Thirteen-year-old religion among the Greeks. Thirteen-year-old accused of killing grandpa on Denver bus because his legs blocked the aisle. A thirteen-year-old boy is accused of murdering a Colorado grandfather over a dispute. He was blocking the aisle on the public bus last week. As relatives were told, the man had died when they tried to file a missing person report days later. Richard Sanchez, 60 years old, 
was killed only a few blocks away from his home while riding an RTD bus last Saturday night after he allegedly got into an argument with a teenager, um, teenage strap hanger. The shooting happened around 6.41 p.m. at the intersection of South Federal Boulevard and West Mississippi Avenue, about three miles from Empire Field at Mile High in the Denver Broncos Stadium. Sanchez was rushed to the hospital where he was pronounced dead. A second person was hurt and treated at the scene and did not require hospitalization. Hold on. Yes, Kevin. Thirteen Lange. years old. Good morning, JK. And it don't good morning. Stop here. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Man, I'm hanging in there, brother. Okay, you called me for uh, to talk about the shirts. You just you said you want to get a hundred of them and stuff. I just kind of wanted this. Uh, okay, so I do a radio show every morning from eight to ten. Okay, I got you. What time is it? It is say less. I'll talk to you in a little bit. A second person was hurt and treated at the scene and did not require hospitalization. Less than a week after the heartless killing, police arrested a 13-year-old suspected in connection with Sanchez's murder on Thursday. Police believe the argument between the alleged killer and Sanchez started over the elderly man blocking the aisle with his leg. At this stage, of the investigation. It appears there was a verbal exchange between the suspect and the victim about the victim's leg blocking the aisle on the bus. And the suspect then shot the victim. The grandfather's family was not informed he was killed until they went to the police the following Monday to report him missing. It's been hard because we didn't know where he was at the whole time. He was at the hospital they didn't contact us, Sanchez's grandson, Joseph Sanchez, told the news outlet. Nobody was there with him during his last breath. Chavez said his, his grandfather's senseless killing has left him really heartbroken and that the whole situation feels unreal. He was always happy. He was a really happy dude. The teenage suspect is being killed on investigation of first-degree murder. The Denver District Attorney's Office will make the final determination of the charges, according to the outlet. At least 178 passengers reported being assaulted or injured while riding RTD Transit during 2021 and the first month of 2022. As of 2023, 2023, Denver averaged six homicides per month. Man allegedly tried to rope. What? I was going to say, how does a 13-year-old get a hold of a gun? Well, John Beckman, that's a silly question. You know, you you get it. So, I mean, it's a rhetorical. Same way a 16, same way a six-year-old got a hold of a gun. America is about the gun. What are you talking about, America? What's America and the gun is synonymous? What are you talking about? That's why you have. That's why you can't take the gun out of the man, the hand of an American. You'll always have that debate. Do you own a gun, Yusef? 
No. Then shut up. <laughs> but I have a gun. You don't own a gun. I have so a shut gun. Up. Well, okay. Can Jay finish his story? He ain't finished. Y'all niggas ain't listening well. No, I'm, I'm, no, I'm gonna, you know, that, that's it's good. I like when you guys participate, and so when you guys are participating out there. Jay, can I ask yeah, what Pinocchio. the ethnicity was We're just of this 13-year-old? So what did you say, Beckman? What was the ethnicity of the 13-year-old? Hispanic. I kind of figured that. I, I didn't know that, but I figured that since you said the victim's last Well, I think Sanchez and Chavez kind of gave it away. Okay. That's SCTE fucking with you. Or maybe he just wanted to focus on race, like he say everybody else here does. Because what are you talking about? You guys always refer like, to me. What the fuck, thing. dude? It's like, talk about... Talk about hubris and fucking arrogance. Dickhead. Yusef Kente, look in the mirror, you fucking moron. You start everything on race. You literally, look, you would make, you would make a black Sharpie about race. You fucking lunatic. You were a fucking race-baiting lunatic. So, coming to America, the Jewish immigrants. There you go. The French immigrants. The Polish immigrants. The Russian immigrants, the Greek immigrants, but there's nothing about how black people got here in this collection of immigrants. The world of great religion. I got a book on skyscrapers, festivals of India, oh my great God. architecture of the world. I know you. Nigga, like so what? Well. We don't give a fuck you about your books, nigga. Fuck your books, nigga. You, well, I'm on a kizzy journey. Nigga, we don't give a damn about nothing. Nigga, Nigga, won't you shut up? Nigga, won't you smoke some weed and shut up? I just feel for Kizzy, nigga. I feel Kizzy. That's all. Kizzy? Kizzy just wanted to read. Kizzy? Kizzy The least popular person in the book Roots that's been completely dismantled as a farce? Is that who you're mentioning? She was important to me. No, no, no. The book turned out to be myth. Alex Haley admitted it himself. Well... Uh, you know, you have you have you have novels you have novels that are on uh, no 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 don't no 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 don't 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 move the goalposts keep it right Finn there keep it right there Huckleberry Finn what about Huckleberry Finn oh you man think Huckleberry Finn? I love let me tell you something when y'all stop talking books with this nigga man this nigga making me sleepy uh, especially especially <laughs> the first two episodes the first two parts. Of roots was dynamic. All I want to know is who who wakes you up in the morning with a hammer. Everyone should watch Roots again. Just the first two. With with just watch those first two nights. Yeah, and then I got Temple, Tombs, and Hieroglyphics. I got that shit. The illustration books books you'll never read. Storybook. What I'll take books I Yusef will never read re- for 200, Alex. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> I already halfway read through them. What are you talking about? These are my reference books. I got them for my reference. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Can I go to the next story? Yes, please. Science, faith, and man. Got that motherfucker right there. 
can I go to the next story? Yes, you can, Jay. Why not? That's what I'm here for. Here you go to the stories. I got so many to read. Listen to you. Man allegedly tried to romance his own daughter before going on a rage-filled shooting spree. Good morning, Reginald. A Florida man spiraled into a murderous rage after he tried to pursue a romantic relationship with his 17-year-old daughter, fatally shooting a woman and injuring his mother and the teen, authorities said. Michael Banks, 42, shot and killed his mother's friend, injured his mother, and hurt his 17-year-old daughter in a fit of rage at the family's Tampa home on Wednesday, police said. Banks incest that his family tried to stop his romantic pursuit of his own daughter opened fire on, on officers who were responding to reports of gunfire. Police then returned fire but did not hit Banks before he surrendered and was taken into custody. You guys knew how now do you guys think he's black? That sounds white. Anybody think he's black? You guys know how you know he ain't black? Because he's still alive. Because they shot at him and didn't hit him. A pre-trial detention motion filed by prosecutors accused Banks of turning to violence after overhearing his mother and her friend discussing kicking him out of the home. After learning, he was planning and pursuing a romantic relationship with his daughter. Good morning, Slack Fortune. Prosecutor said the father, clouded by anger and betrayal, grabbed his loaded revolver and fatally shot the unidentified woman in the kitchen. The woman was a friend of his mother. Banks then aimed at his mother, causing a bullet to graze her head. According to prosecutors, Banks then went to his 17-year-old daughter who was in the shower at the time, shooting through the bathroom door and striking her in the leg. His mother and daughter were seen by police running out of the house and crying for help. When Banks was later questioned by authorities, he confirmed he had written a love letter to his daughter requesting that she enter into a relationship with him and not date anyone else. Banks has a prior criminal history that includes conviction of aggravated battery charges for beating a pregnant woman in 2007. He was charged with first-degree murder. Y'all want to see what Banks look like? Y'all want to see Banks, the dude that want to sleep with his own daughter? There he is right there. Good morning, Gwen Fox. Mm-hmm. There he is. Right there. For, the, for those of us that can't see, can you describe him? Sandy brown hair, kind of um, heavy face, you know, um, 
kind of look like you a little bit, Beckman. What? A little Beckman on me. He like, looks like, like an old, he looks like Beaver Cleaver. Like which one? Yeah, right. Beaver Cleaver, a little like him. <laughs> Good morning, Carol Rebecca. <laughs> John Beckman, <laughs> Janet Reese, and Peckerwood. <laughs> God damn Peckerwoods! I can't stand them. <laughs> Michael Niner Jordan. You know, said, damn, he looks like Reese Hawkins. <laughs> Clearly, Michael Niner Jordan. You've never seen a picture of me, but that's that was clever. Hey Jay, real quick, did you see the story last week, like four or five days ago, where this kid killed his father, cut off his head, and then went on Facebook mm-hmm. or something like that for fifteen minutes, yeah. holding up his father's yeah. head. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ! I cannot believe you didn't mention. Did you mention um, Hootie at all, Darius Rucker? Oh, yeah, he got arrested. Who? Hootie from Hootie, Hootie and the, the Blowfish. Blowfish. Darius Rucker. I didn't know. Yeah, he what got arrested, he arrested on drug, drug charges on Saturday. Patrick Mahomes' dad arrested again for DUI. Is it again for DUI? That's not the first time? Wow. This, this is the third time. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. Okay. Somebody needs to get in the program. But I'm sure he'll be in Vegas sitting in a suite at the Super Bowl this weekend. Think he'll be drinking? (laughs) Yeah, all those suites are filled with liquor. Good morning, Ariel. Mary. Check my email. Oh, excuse me. A Texas mother says she's overwhelmed after she tragically lost two children to gun violence just days apart. According to CBS News, Brittany Ross, 14-year-old son, Oberlin Ryder, was initially gunned down before the new year. But her family's grief was exacerbated on January 10th after Ross's six-year-old daughter, Elena, died under similar circumstances. Ross learned about the shooting while she was dressing her deceased 14-year-old son for his burial. Good morning, Conrad. In the wake of Elena's killing, police said a friend of the deceased minor's older brother have brought loaded guns to the family's Dallas home. Authorities also said Lana found one of the weapons. It's a nightmare. We're living a real nightmare right now, the deceased minor's grandfather, Michael K. T. said, and it's hurting me real bad. He also, also said he didn't know there was a gun in the house. And that's what I'm upset about right now. If there was a gun in this house, the gun should have been put in a safe location where she couldn't have reached it or got a hold of it. Very upset about that. I'm just hurt he had it. Ross was preparing for her 14-year-old son's funeral when she learned about her daughter's killing. The funeral was ultimately postponed to make way for a double service. Overwhelmed, Ross said, I just, I just don't know. 
Authorities identified the individual who brought the gun to the home as 19-year-old Demariah Souls. He has since been arrested and charged in connection with the six-year-old's death. Rafa's 14-year-old son, Alberlin, was at a friend's apartment when he was shot and killed. Authorities ultimately arrested and charged the teen in connection with his killing. The grieving mother in a previous interview with CBS News described her deceased son as a quiet person. When you see him, he was always smiling. He was always a troubled kid. He wasn't, he wasn't a troubled kid. Although Soul is facing a charge of tampering with evidence in her daughter's death, Ross said there's no way the teen whom she has known for a decade would want to harm her children. Ross also says Souls had, a gun, had the guns for protection as the teen and her surviving son were being threatened in the wake of Rollins' killing. Alana's death is currently being investigated by authorities, but her family and neighbors said the six-year-old died after she accidentally shot herself. Good morning, Ron Carter. Good morning, Al. This must be a theme today. Every story has to do with guns. America loves guns. You know, I'm not, no, I wasn't, I can't go into character on those kind of dates, on those kind of deals, Michael Niner Jordan. When it's, um, when it's funny, I can go into character, I'll make up a character, but not, not those kinds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell me we'll make up a character when the 49ers get their ass whooped Sunday. Then we'll make up a character. When John Beckman goes into character with that bullshit, you know, when you're having a serious moment and he comes in with his little racism, bias, and fucked up remarks. I didn't say Reese. I said John Beckman. You guys sound like I am John. I'm John. I, I, was talk, I was talking to Jay. Did you hear what I said? And I'm through. You know, it's classic how racists always say other people are racist. It's unbelievable to me. You are clearly <laughs> a racist on this show, Fred, simply because you said that. Right. But you, you're the guy that gave a lawnmower. You gave... When I first came on the show, you were giving Fred, Fred, out, you, don't you were giving out forty acres, forty acres of land and a mule. You were giving out forty acres and a mule. I don't even own forty acres. I own twenty. Well, you said you were going to divvy it up, and anybody that wanted reparations and would stop crying about it, and you were talking to my friend, my young black African American brother, and I didn't find that funny at all, John Beckman. So watch what you say, just like right then. We were talking about, just right then, the conversation was a very dramatic story where a kid was killed. A kid, a black African, it was a kid, period. And someone was left the gun out. And then you come in with this bullshit constantly. And you say, I'm racist. No, I'm Uncle Uncle Barco. Yeah, whatever the fuck he is. Don't sweep your shit under the road. You're an entitled cracker, Jacker. There we go again. There we go again. There it is. Well, you said that you would prefer to be called a hunky. Good morning. 
to be honest with you, Fred, I said Pepperwood. If you pay any attention to the goddamn White power. show, you'd know what I White said. White power. White power. Hey, leave, leave John alone with that bullshit, man. White power. Uh, Janet Marie said, Janet Marie said, fuck you, Beckman. All cap. White power. White yeah, power. Damn, Janet. Too. Janet, why fuck are you, you fucking Janet. with John? Why God you damn, Captain Favor White Man? Why don't you put on a cape, Ali? What did he do? Promise Why you are you fucking to... with John, nigga? Did he say God that he was going to give you $100? You've been bought, nigga. No, he's not going to give me $100, nigga. He's not giving me $100. You just need to leave him alone. Stop fucking. You've been fucking with him since you came here, Fred. You must have got your... You've got your... you got your t-shirt that says, fuck you, fuck you. you got your t-shirt over the weekend. I can tell. There's something about it. Jay, what's you wrong with you, man? You have an ulterior motive. Uh, uh, Janet Marie said you're an undercover racist. Michael Donald Jordan says stop attacking Reese's brother. Um, Janet Marie said he can't call Fred a racist. Sometimes what do you mean he can't call him a racist? Yeah. Yeah. Fred is a racist, yeah. Janet. Yeah. And so is Yusuf Kente. That nigga's and a racist, Michael too. Jordan. Michael Niner Jordan, if I may help you, young man, um, obviously you go to the same university as Yusef Kente. Might I suggest when you write Reese, use an apostrophe, sir, an apostrophe. Okay? I'm just going to help you with that. I understand that grammar problems. I just want to help you out. um, Pennsylvania mom accused of abandoning her 15-year-old son to live with her boyfriend in another state. Her son had been living at the home with no gas, heat, or running water, according to a news release from the Mannheim Township Police Department. A Pennsylvania woman is accused of abandoning her 15-year-old son to live with her boyfriend, good morning, Lamont Atwood, in New Jersey. Tiffany Chanel Bogroff. 45, was arrested and charged with one count of endangering the welfare of children after the Mannheim Township Police Department discovered her son living alone at their home with no gas, heat, or running water, according to the news. A warrant was issued for her arrest on January 12th. She was taken into custody by the Pennsville Township Police Department in New Jersey on Saturday. According to Lancaster Online, witnesses reported that a minor had been living alone at the home and that their mother had been, not been seen. And a search warrant was issued for the home on December 13, 2023. The outlet reported that officers verified that water and gas service had been shut off in November and that Bogrod's son had been reported absent and late to school a number of times. Bagra's son told police officers she had allegedly been gone for the for the home for about a month, only returning on occasion without making him aware of when that would be for the news release. Officers reported in news re- release that the house was cluttered, containing trash and spoiled rotten food. The son also had two dogs and a cat. And that's a nasty motherfucking house. He allegedly told officers he only went to school occasionally because he found it difficult to wake up in the morning since they're alone. The news release states that Bogrov's son had access to food as Bogrov sometimes sends money via Cash App. He relied on a relative to periodically take him to a grocery store and back to their home for a shower 
and to wash clothes. People have reached out to the Mannheim Police Township Police Department for comment. Y'all want to see what she looked like? Y'all want to see her? Yeah, but it's more to that story. Is she black? It's more to the story. I don't give a shit if she's purple. It's more to that story. Why don't you shut up, Fred? Let this man tell his stories for the show. God damn. (laughs) Um, Fred, Fred, how much more to the story do you think it is? Huh? Damn, Fred sounds like he was in the house. Fred? Well, uh, you asked me my opinion because I know that I there's more much, to the story. How much I'm more to the story to you. do you think it is? I believe that there were signs that this family needed help way before. Uh, and the lady's 40-something years old. The child was probably... Warning! Warning! Bullshitter alert! Bullshitter alert! Warning! Warning! Bullshitter alert! Bullshitter alert! Warning! Bullshitter alert! Yeah, you fall for the bullshit. There was nothing. The woman is sending cash out to her son. She want to go live. She want to live with the dick. She don't want. She does. She's not interested in her kids. She's not interested in that responsibility. Good morning, Brother Yusef. Why do you guys, you know, there are some people that are just lazy and, and irresponsible. Now, um, so so you wanted to Captain Saver, right? No, you didn't finish. You already took the conversation and you built it and you did what you wanted to do with it. I was going to continue now. And... The child had some mental issues way back, and he threatened to kill her. So she moved, and he wouldn't move with her, the parents. She went to the courts. She called the police on several occasions, and she was afraid. She moved to take him into a better environment. Now, are you making Nobody would get involved. Not... I don't give a fuck what you read, nigga. I'm going to tell you what your fat ass. I'm going to tell you about... Fred, I'm going to tell you what I give a fuck about. That. I want you to say what else you got to say, Fred. Go ahead, say it. No, say it. Say the shit. Keep saying the motherfucker, okay? Nobody here but your fat ass. Big Fred, do me a favor. Go check on the boy you left at the corner. <laughs> Listen, uh, um, what about the relatives? The relatives were, were picking him up and taking him to the grocery store. I mean, you would think that they would alert somebody that he was living on his own or something, you know. And Fred made that shit up. It ain't nowhere in the story right. where it say that. Fred just makes shit up. Make a motherfucking sandwich. You want to make something, make a goddamn sandwich and tell me about it. I'll believe the shit you do with a sandwich. The nigga ain't got no more bread. All his grandkids ran off with it this weekend. <laughs> now, Fred, so, so how you know about, how you know about that? 
I've been watching the uh, story very closely, and I know one of the relatives, they reached out to me and my church, and I've been following the story. And as you know, so, you so, can so they've been following you. They're in New, so they all the way in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, and they're reaching out to your church in um, Colleen, Texas, kill each and every nigga in Texas. I'm very well known within the community throughout the world. Shaking. Do you know what do you know what Colleen stand for? Kill each and every nigga. When I moved here, you told me all them dramatic fucked up stories, but you wanted me to stay in California and fuck my money off and live in my car and goddamn me go to L.A. and get some clothes and sell it and sell the motherfuckers. I'm not that kind of. I'm not built like that. Okay. Yes, you told me. You know about Colleen, Jay. <laughs> nigga, we know what you built like. We all seen you. Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley weighed in on Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey's relationship after it started fueling far-right conspiracy theories across the Internet. Good morning, Adrian Jasper, the poet. The pop star and Kansas City Chiefs football player's very public romance has Swifties cheering around the globe. But MAGA World have unleashed a series of unfounded theories online. Good morning, Ronald Malone. Conspiracy theorists are saying that the upcoming Super Bowl between the the Kansas City Chiefs and San Francisco 49ers is rigged because of swirling rumors that President Biden's re-election team is trying to land Swift's endorsement for his 2024 re-election run. They say Swift and her surging popularity due to her shiny new relationship is a Democratic ploy to try to turn voters away from supporting Donald Trump and the Chiefs and win on top if it will work, if it would do just the trick. Good morning, Concrete Garden Party. I don't know what the obsession is, Haley said in an interview with CNN about the MAGA world's fixation on her relationship. Taylor Swift is allowed to have a boyfriend. Taylor Swift is a good artist. I've taken my daughter Taylor's, to Taylor Swift's concert before, Haley continued. To have a conspiracy theory of all this is bizarre. Nobody knows who she's going to endorse. The 2024 hopeful said she's in disbelief that Taylor Swift's conspiracy theories are taking over national politics while there's an ongoing southern border crisis and many Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. I don't understand how she, um, Nikki Haley, is still in this race. Reese, how is Nikki Haley still I told you why. in this race? She's got money. She's it's got donor money. money. And, again, I listen. I told you this before. I'll say it again. Saturday Night Live, right, this past weekend, was another indicator on the long list of things I've already mentioned that shows that the left want Donald Trump out because they're scared to death of him and his surging popularity, NBC poll notwithstanding from this weekend, that Nikki Haley they know will lose overwhelmingly. I've also played video last week of people during the New Hampshire primary who are Democrats who voted for Nikki Haley and were on camera at CNN and MSNBC who said they voted for Nikki Haley to, to, uh, to put a kibosh on Trump's enthusiasm and then would vote for Biden in the general. Okay? All of this Nikki Haley, she was on Saturday Night Live. 
Saturday Night Live hates Trump. Why would they put on – they hate Republicans. Why would they put on Nikki Haley? She's a Republican because they know if you, if you prop up Nikki Haley, you get her to beat Trump in the primaries, Nikki Haley gets trounced by Joe Biden. That's it. It's as simple as that. That's why she's here. And, the, and this Taylor Swift nonsense, let me say this. It's a conspiracy theory, right, that Taylor Swift is being used by the Biden administration as a psyop to convince people to vote for, Donald, I mean, for uh, Joe Biden. Here's my question. If it's so ridiculous, why is everybody on the left paying attention? Why is it leading every news, news um, organization, every news channel, every newspaper? Why is it, it's a joke, right? Why are you leading with it? Why are you propping it up if it's stupid? Because it's now, the brainwashed idiots Exactly. There. It's an opportunity to make people look crazy. Just ignore it. It's a stupid – anybody who says that MAGA's making – Vivek Ramaswamy posted a tweet about it, and now it's gone to the attention of every major news organization? Stop it. You sound silly. Um, Jana Marie said Kelsey is doing commercials for pharmaceutical companies. Yeah, he got over two hundred million dollars for that. For that, uh, in fact, more than his paycheck in the NFL. Uh, uh, Mr. Elias says that's some dumb shit led by Fox News. No, it isn't. It's a, it's also if you I, I could I can send you right now the links online on the fa- on the Facebook feed right now. I'll send you the link from every major news organization on the left that's leading with this story. It's not Fox News. I'm a- even Saturday Night Live did a joke about it. I'm going to give you guys a story. Um, he said bullshit. I'm going to give you guys a story that to leave with um, that is happening right before your very eyes, and you guys aren't paying attention to it yet, but you may start paying attention to it. Only a handful of times and a career in music does an artist have a, slack, a, a slew of hit records and then a break where they don't have hit records for decades and then have hit records again and they, you know, and that's where their, you know, things take off from that. Um, Tina Turner is one of them. Tina Turner was with um, Ike Turner. And she was in a group, Ike and Tina Turner, uh, and she had hit records in the 60s and 70s, the early 70s, and then um, nothing for over a decade. And then she um, made an album called Private Dancer, and she did a song called What's Love Got to Do With It. And from that time forward, she became a big superstar made tens of millions of dollars and um, lived the rest of her rest of her um, life as a superstar. Another person that happened to was a guy named um, Barry White. Barry White had hit records in the mid-70s. And Barry White... Um, didn't get another hit record until 91. He had a song called Practice What You Preach. And it took his career, and well, Barry had struggled for a while, financially and otherwise. And then this record took him to the stratosphere. Before Barry died, he made a lot of money. 
Another guy is Charlie Wilson, who was in a group called The Gap Band. And then um, The Gap Band had hit records in the, the late 70s, early 80s. And then no hit, no records for a lot of years. And then he came back as Charlie Wilson and mm-hmm. uh, makes more money now than he ever made, makes over a quarter of a million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. And then there's another guy by the name of um, Carlos Santana. Carlos Santana uh, went two decades without hit records. He released albums every 18 months or so. And um, good morning, uh, Rare Boy. And um, and today, there's a guy named Jay King who was in a group called Club Lizzo, who from 1986 to 1989 had a slew of hit records. And then after 1995, never had a record to chart again. 95, 05, 15, uh, 29 years, 29 years. And the single, It's All Right, was the number one most added record last week. Today, the single is the number 10 greatest airplay mover on the media-based charts and moved up 63 spots on radio. In other words, 63 plays, and it, it's number 40 on the media-based charts after one week. Mm-hmm. So. So if this record, if this record makes it to the top ten, if this record makes it to the top ten, I will be among an elite few that uh, that had the opportunity because the music business is a very unforgiving business, and it is what it is, you know, because the music business iterates and moves, and it's and it, it doesn't wait for you. And there's always new artists. There, there's always new, new um, music. So number one, as a creative person, to be able to keep up with it, and you know th- that's what makes Beyonce and and Taylor Swift and artists like that. That's what makes them such a uh, good morning, um, Lisa. That's what makes them so special. Is because uh, it's not every day that artists are able to iterate like that and change with a musical landscape that's constantly moving. So when you see it happen, you, um, and when, you know, you have to, you have to acknowledge it. And didn't and it happen last night with, with Billy Joel? Billy Joel played no, a song last no. night, I think. Well, I yeah, thought he hadn't Billy heard a song in 30 years. It's not a hit record, John. Okay, not yet. I always uh, trying to, I always, come, I always, I always trying to crack a jack on my shit. Stop cracker jacking. Just let let us have our shit. John Beckman want to crack a jack our shit, y'all. Uh, all right, all right. I'm sorry, I didn't know I was doing that. You know you was cracker jacking. I mean, you know you can't blame me for cracker jacking. <laughs> 
<laughs> you can't blame me for Cracker Jack. He he found him some real niggas, and he wanted to invest in them. <laughs> Leave him alone, Jay. <laughs> He he wanna throw he wanna throw Billy Joel on our shit. Hey shit, Billy Joel might sell a let couple more million for it. Let, let me tell you <laughs> let me tell you why this is exciting to me, um, Ali. Because the first time around when I first when I first um had hit records, I didn't get to enjoy it because it was such hard work and I was mad all the time. I would you know, because the, the because I had to scrape and battle to get the record to, to to happen, but this time around, I get I'm watching it and it's, and it's more exciting. I'm more excited now, and I'm more excited for the young people that's in my group. For the you know, um, Jay Ali is an incredible talent, and the fact that he, you know, this this dude is um, 46 years old and he gets a chance to have a hit record, where if it was you know. It, you guys might have missed his talent because you know it it didn't happen and um and here he is you guys are gonna get a chance to hear the, the incredible voice of Jay Ali and I love that and then appears as a young woman who you know these I mean this is their first record you guys this is the first record they're doing with me and their first record is the most added at radio, and it could be a top ten record for them, and I think that uh, that, you know, that I'm excited for them. And they, hey, so Jay, they, how did you come upon them? How did you come upon huh? Jay Ali? How did you come upon Jay Ali? Jay Ali? I, I knew Jay Ali because of from managing Karen White, and he sang "Love Saw It." Um, he loved he's um he had "Love Saw It," and um. And so he would sing with her, and then um, Tirza I met through the um, through my uh, through Jessica Jolia, who we were trying to get, and she recommended her. Um, Michael Niner Michael Niner Jordan said, "Tell people how rare the top ten is, Jay. I don't think people really understand that. I mean, you can go a whole you can go a whole career without a top ten record, and you know, still be a major artist, but not have a top ten record." As a matter of fact, if you listen to Confunction Love Train, how far do you think it went up the chart? Anybody got anybody want to guess? Talking about Confunction? Yeah, Love Train. That's the way it goes. Oh, that's, on love oh train. that motherfucker would, hey, that motherfucker had to go to Top Ten, J. King. Mm-hmm. Anybody else want to take a guess? Number fifty. I'm going to say fifty or a hundred. Never entered the charts. Oh, we. Never released it as a single. Record company never released it as a single. Kept it in the album to try to make the album sales. Some some records, you know, they just don't make it. So to have one record making the top ten is amazing. But to have multiple records make it in the top ten is incredible. But to have a record in the top 10, 29 years from the last time you had a record on the charts? This is the record, y'all. How many of y'all think it'll make it to the top 10? 
I think it's um, does it sound like a top ten record? I think. Oh yeah. yeah, it's definitely got top ten record minutes on it. What I mean by that is, it's at a time where it gets in and it gets out. You know what I mean? Um, why did Why did Fred hang out? Yeah, somebody else. Definitely, Jerry. That's, that's a top ten hit. Fred hung up because he's not on that song. He wanted to do backups with you, Jay. And he's, he's really, you know, been influenced by every that time, song. Jay. Every time that nigga backed up, it was up against a food truck and shit like that. Uh, DOA and I created the music. I created the lyrics. Um, and, um, you know, um, DOA... We talk well. Me, the way me and DOA work is we talk about what we're we're trying to do. We'll listen to music, and go through it, and um, and what makes DOA such a, a great uh, producer and a writer to work with is he really um, he really divorces himself from the the process of how he makes records, so he can make a record with with you that that artist so um so the record is going to sound like you so if he works he, he's working on something with lucky witherspoon it sounds like with lucky witherspoon if he makes something for kim it sounds like kim if he's making something for sean rayford it sounds like sean if he's making something for karen white it sounds like karen that's what makes him a great producer that's what, that's why really, I, really. Um, that's so evident that's i i say that about him every time um there are so many producers in the world that you know that are that are like you know like Dre or Timberland, perfect example. Like Timberland has a sound 
that when you hear it, you right. know it. DJ Premier, uh, hip-hop producer, he's got a sound that you know, right, that repetitive, you know, rhythm that he does. DOA, it's like when you hear it, you're just like, God, you're just like, you can never nail this guy down. You can't pigeonhole DOA. does anything. Yeah. Bossa Nova is, I think, a perfect example of just how limitless his range is. And do you know he had never done Bossa Nova music? I know. When I know. I know you told me. I would send him Bossa Nova songs. So for a guy, and people don't understand the, the, the premise of Bossa Nova, and how specialized it is. And you can't just, it's not just playing parts. It's understanding the space and how, how the, the, the arrangement has to work off of, of itself yeah. in order for it to become authentic to Bossa Nova listeners that say, okay, I love, I love how you incorporated Bossa and Samba. In order for you to do that, you got to know, you, you can't just, Listen and say, okay, I'm going to listen to this. You got to study it. Yeah, and he so he does not. You know, that's what makes him great is that he doesn't recreate the sound he's heard. He creates no. the sound. You know what I mean? So it's right. like he makes it. He makes it his own. Because like when you listen hey, to it, you just kind of go. It, it's not that I'm sort of like of, a sense yeah. of fever. Let me tell you. I'm going to tell you his greatest fear. Ah, uh, VOA's greatest fear is that he's making records that the artists won't promote. Oh, I like that. You know, so he's making all his great music. Uh, is he a musician as well as a producer? Yes, great. Yeah. He's a, he's a, his, his main instrument is the bass, but he plays beautiful guitar player, especially acoustic. He's beautiful acoustic, but he plays everything. Michael Nana Jordan said, Jay, can you have a great song, but if the DJs don't play it, they can sabotage your song. DJs don't have that kind of power. Um, Michael Nine and They used to. Um, no, they never had that kind of power. The program you think so? had that power. No. Oh, no. I think he's – is he talking about – okay, I thought he was talking about – I didn't think he was talking radio. That's different. Um, even DJ pools don't have that kind of power. The directors of the DJ pools have that kind of power because it's a deep – so if uh, – um, if um, – Well, doesn't – didn't think... Brucey have that power back in his day on WABC oh. when he was like he's talking, Brucey? He's talking really, really a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know I believe look, let me let me explain so, certain... let me explain to you let me explain to you what radio has always been, John. Radio has always been controlled by program directors and music directors. Uh, a DJ can't play anything without a music director or program director saying, go. A, 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 a DJ can't have any freedoms unless a program director or music director giving that freedom. Greg Beasley, the reason why Frankie Crocker had it is because he was the music director. And Frankie Crocker was bigger than radio. And he's the only DJ to ever be bigger than radio. There's never been a DJ that was bigger than radio other than Frankie Crocker. Frankie Crocker said, if Frankie Crocker isn't on your radio, then your radio isn't on. 
Um, Todd Williams said, I know DOA from church back in the day, and Dave Hollister and Joe told me that he was one of the dopest producers that they've worked with because DOA really studied. He learned. He, and his productions, his first productions weren't great. What about Lynn Tolliver? Lynn Tolliver was the program director, Mr. LES. That's why Lynn Tolliver could break records, and Lynn Tolliver would play any record he wanted to play, and it would piss record companies off because record companies would have a record that they liked, that they wanted to be the single, and Lynn Tolliver would play another record because he liked it better, and it would, it would cost 25 other stations around the country to play the record because Lynn Tolliver played it, and they thought they were going to get a jump on their competition. And so Lynn Tolliver could literally move um, a, a radio, a, a record from one, uh, from one song to the next, but that's because he was the program director. Um, hey, Jay, would you do a collaboration with her? I absolutely would do a co- collaboration with her. I like her. I talked to her father one day. I saw him in Vallejo. Ty Williams said K-pop. K-pop was never um, – K-pop was big in the area time, but K-pop never had impact because it wasn't a 24-hour radio station that played urban music. K-pop played urban music – at sundown for two or three hours on certain days. Jay, would you do music with the artist Herb and Valero? Of course I would, Marcus. I, I just said that. You just asked me that question, nigga. Collaboration and do music are the same thing. <clears throat> I, damn, I just asked Google to play Club Nouveau. It's all right. And it played it. Uh, it played it. I'm giggling now. Because it's out there. See, once you have you have an ISRC code, and once that once the ISRC code is registered, everywhere that record plays, it's going to. So if you call for it because it's got a because it's got an ID, like a social security number, it's it's, it's out in the ether now. That's why when I play it, it's telling me that I'm playing that I'm violating the rights of somebody, and I have to tell them I own the rights. I am the motherfucking rights. But then they and then they got to go through the search and they'll see that it's J King for Enterprises. But you guys get to see in real time how this thing works, and that is um, and that's the beauty. You guys get a chance. You'll be able to say I was there. I was there from the beginning, from when they first started playing the record. I was there when he first played the musical track. You guys, I don't know if you guys even yeah. remember. How, how we we did it. At first, I would just sing it to you guys. I would kind of sing you guys a melody, and then, um, you know, and it was just. Let me see if I can find this original when we first started it. Hey, so, Jay, I got a question for you. So, so next year mm-hmm. at the Grammys, if you're nominated, and I get to go with mm-hmm. you, and you win, do I get to go up on stage with you and DOA, or how does that work? Because I need to know what to wear. <laughs> No, nigga, you you sit on the sidewalk, nigga, until I bring you in. This is how should you express this day you love? This is the first. That was the temple. Yeah. <laughs> 
melody, and I told um, DOA, I said, God, we need to, um, I need to be a little faster. Mm-hmm. And so um, I said, uh, let's put it about 102. And we put it at 102, and it was too, um, too fast. So then I said, let's go down to 101. This is what... So I said, um, let's do, let's do, a, um, so we, we wanted to add, I said, I hear guitar parts. So he said, come over to the office and, and, and sing me the guitar parts. So the first guitar part I heard was, ding a ding a ding a ding 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 a ding a ding a ding 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 a ding a ding a ding 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 And then I said, and then when it got to the, it's you decide. Ding 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 And that's what I did. And then DOA heard it and he said, Okay. how we started that's how we started hey jay, jay yeah, i remember um, the first time you played this song for us i recall saying to you mm-hmm. i like it because of that drum beat to mm-hmm. me reminded me of like a heartbeat so how much how much more of your song derived from that if any what do you mean that was that was it um what do you mean that you no i mean that was it was already there so it wasn't, there was nothing else to derive because it was already there. What you heard that you liked, that's what, it was there for the heartbeat. It was there for the rhythm. It was there for, um, for that, you know. Okay. 
I just remember that's what stood out to me when I first heard that song. Mm-hmm. I remember that. So what y'all trying to say? Y'all need some writer's credit or something? Because you and Sneaky <laughs> Pooh? <laughs> no, no, I don't need. Hey, but I'm going to be at the put, uh, put cowbell Awards. in it. I, yeah, I said it could use some cowbell. But I don't need any credit because I will be at the Grammy Awards so, with Jay next year. So the arrangement, so me and D, what makes us, what makes D, um, the relationship between us, what makes it good is we trust each other. So if I say D, I, this ain't the right, this ain't the right rhythm. This is too slow. This is, we need this. He's like, he don't, he don't get offended. He don't say, man, well, that's how, you know, he's like, okay, big bro, what, what, do you, what do you hear? What do you think? And then we talk about it. And then, and then we go through it. Or if he says, Jay, man, I, I like the melody. I don't love it. So I'm, I'm going to give you guys an example. I'm going to show you something that I'm working on right now. And um, I like the music, but I got to figure out the right melody and um, you got two minutes. So when I hear, okay, when I hear people say that, man, my shit, this shit banging about their own song, I know at that point they're in trouble. <laughs> I, you know, I can't tell you how banging my song is. You can tell me how banging my song is. I can't tell you. <laughs> about a relationship and how the guy and the girl, how they, you know, love is such a, it's such a funny thing. It's such a funny game, this love thing, trying to figure it out, not understanding all of the doubts. I'm trying to find my way because it's deep the way that it's played. When your heart says to walk away, but your mind says you got to stay. I don't know why I can't find, why we can't find our way back to love back to love. And I don't know why my heart 
always wants, wants to run. It wants to run. It wants to run. And now I'm wanting you back. So it's going to, but now I got to figure out how to say what I'm going to say. And so I'm, so I'm, you know, so I'll have different words and they'll sit there until I find the other words that go in the spot. So it's a process to writing songs. It's a process to writing the right kind of melody. It's a process to finding the melody and making it fit so that the song can have the most. Um, and, and sometimes it doesn't happen overnight, and it takes a minute. And, and a, lot of, a lot of times you might rush a song. So um, that's where I am right now in that song. My name is Jay King with Lynn Tolliver, Johnny Graham Cracker Davis, Yusef Kente, Brother Reverend Ali, Simi Braxton, Reese on the radio, Mary Hopkins, John, uh, Johnny Beckman Overdrive, Snitchy Smurf, Potter, Chocolate Peach, uh, telling you to get busy living because you're going to have enough time dying. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Same bad time. Same bad time. The J King Network. supposed to be. Is it you? If I knew it were me, I wouldn't ask you a question. Why are you asking me a question when I ask for baby pee-pee? Because you're asking a question. To baby pee-pee. You asked if... <laughs> hey, Planky. You just always I, have to say something. That's all. But well, it's cool. I mean, you should ask questions, questions if you don't want someone to try and respond to them. You should just, you know, do your monologue and we'll figure it out. Monologue? I don't have a monologue. Oh, you? Oh, okay. Yeah. What, what do you call it? I'm just here to engage in talk radio on the JK Network. Well, that's what I'm here for as well. So that's wonderful. We should get together. Yeah, that's what I'm here for too. I'm here to enjoy oh, some talk radio. Oh, baby Is that baby PP? Go, go ahead and talk, baby. Baby PP. <laughs>
Oh, wow. I'm your daddy, pee-pee. How do you like them apples? No, your baby, pee-pee. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? So what's happening in your world? Did you did did you like uh, the music awards? Yeah, I watched them last night. I enjoyed them. You know, I it, it's funny. Every time I do watch the Grammys, and then they or the Oscars, and they always go in, the in memoram memory thing. You know about who died the previous year and who they lost. I wasn't aware that Gordon Lightfoot had died last year. You know, when they showed his picture, Gordon Lightfoot. He's the I don't one that, know who uh, that is. he sang uh, like Sundown. Sundown, you better take care. Bye bye. You've been creeping around my back stairs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. He passed away last May. Yeah. I wasn't aware of that. He passed away last night? Mm-hmm. No, no, May. last May. The month of May. Oh, last May. I thought you said last night. No, no last May. But I always, oh, I didn't, you know, I didn't yeah, I always go, wow, I didn't know that person died, you know. What else did he say? Um, Was there one one hit one? Oh, the Ed, oh, he sang the Edmund Fitzgerald. Remember the Edmund Fitzgerald, the sinking of the Edmund no. Fitzgerald. No. Yeah. Enlighten me. Who was that? That was uh, Gordon Lightfoot saying the Edmund Fitzgerald. Oh, that's a group? Oh, yeah, yeah. No. Huh? No, it's not a group. I don't know everything. Who the fuck is Edmund Fitzgerald? Oh, Ella, I I don't know. I don't know. That's the name of a song he sang. Okay, well, motherfucker, I didn't know. I don't know a fucking Okay, 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 okay. What is the, well, how does that go? You hum, you hum sundown, hum. There you go. There you go. Fucking with John. Goddamn. (laughs) There you go. John and I fuck around. You keep going off on You got some real sick shit up in you. Well, can I can, can I continue fucking around with Beckman and just get the fuck out of here? This is how Beckman and I fuck around. All right. And I don't know, Beckman. You, you, you cool with that, Beckman? You want to deal with that nigga? Shut the fuck up, please. I'm I don't mind engaging with him when he makes sense. When he makes sense. Mind. Yeah, I don't mind engaging yeah. when he makes sense. I yeah, can be making a little sense. I want him to make sense of what I'm asking because I ask, okay. what is the first okay. I don't know. I don't know. No, and I, I understand. I, when you, I don't know something, I understand I you thought that the Edmund Fitzgerald was the name of a group. But that's okay. It wasn't. It was the name of a song. Yeah. It was about a ship. Nineteen seventy-six. About a ship that sank. Shut the fuck up, God damn. Go ahead, Beckman. No, no, she's doing fine. She's just helping out. I appreciate her her assistance. Well, she. Oh my god. Okay, so I didn't hear you while she butted in. So go ahead. <laughs> Why don't you say what you got to say, Sniffy Pooh? And I'm all done saying what I had to say. Okay, well, ahead, what you have to say, Smithy Pooh? All right, so in addition to The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, um, there are other songs by Lightfoot, including 
for loving me. Early morning rain. for loving me. And can you hum for a little? Can you hum him like he did? So I'm contributing what I can contribute. You asked for okay. other songs. Well, so I have that for fun. you. You didn't he ask did, anyone he, sing he any he other songs. One thing at he a time. He didn't even need your assistance. He didn't even need your assistance. <laughs> he didn't even need your assistance. I, well, he probably did. There you go. That's what I want. There. If I find you've been around my That's backstairs. Joni Mitchell. Oh, 
I wasn't aware. Joni Mitchell. She spells her first name uniquely, right? She what? She spells her, her first name is spelled uniquely. J if I J-O- I see it in my J-O-N-I. J-O-N-I. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just one moment. All right. And the reason I mentioned Billy Joel to Jay earlier was that last night he performed a new song, and he said it was his only song he has written in the last 30 years. So I was trying to draw a comparison to what Jay was saying about being what's old is new again if you write a new song. Mm-hmm. Well, we wish him success as well. So it looks like um, Joni Mitchell is a Robert, Roberta Joan um, Mitchell Anderson, born in uh, 1943, November 7th. And she's also a painter, um, as well as a um, Canadian-American singer-songwriter. And she plays multi-instruments. I didn't know that what either. Are they, what do they call those singers? They're, um, they're storyteller singers. What do they call mm-hmm. those? Folk music. Folk music. Okay, she's like a folk mm-hmm. music singer. Yes. And um, she was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1997. And the Rolling Stone uh, called her one of the greatest songwriters ever. Yeah. So congratulations. her first time at the Grammys. Oh, that's awesome. Out of Alberta, yeah, I Canada. Give, I give her credit. You know, 80 years old. She's had three brain tumors. She's had to learn to walk and talk three different times in like last 10 years because of illness. She went out there and did it last night. So I give her credit. Yeah, that's awesome. Did Billy Joel say why um, he wanted to wait? you know, a while before he wrote again? Well, what I heard was, you know, they normally have like a little prelude before he comes out, and they did like a backstory on him, showing him in his older days, you know, when all his music was famous in the 70s and 80s. And he, at one point in that little prelude, he said, I, I just, he said, I just didn't want to do it anymore. And okay. he was done with it. And that's why he hadn't written a song for 30 years. He said he had done enough back then. And some guy convinced him to write this new song that he performed last night. I don't remember the name of it. Wow. William Martin Joel, born May 9th, 1949. Uh, he is 74 years old out of New York City. One thing I heard him say last night is there any time he heard his song played back when he was recording, he never liked his voice. Always hated how his voice no. sounded to him. We, we, I listen to Billy Joe, and I go, man, that's a great song. Remember, I didn't start the fire. It's always burning since the earth's been turning. You know, that's a great classic song, but he never liked the way his voice sounded. Right. He is not the only one who said that. Let me see if I can, you know... I'm certain Billy, about Joel, that. Billy Joel has sold out Madison Square Garden 150 times in his career. 
It's unbelievable. That's just one venue. Wow. Let's see if there's... Let's see if there's a list of folks who don't... Because I know I've heard this before. In fact, he was the artist that closed Shea Stadium. Uh, he was the last artist to perform in the old Shea Stadium before they tore it down when the Mets built a new stadium. And he had uh, Paul McCartney come out and join him for a song because that's where the Beatles performed in the 60s with Shea Stadium. Wow. Well, Beckman, I'd like to say thank you. You're welcome. You know, I know I'm I know I'm a bit of a goofball, but I have a little bit of knowledge here and there. Gordon Lightfoot. Is that okay? Yeah, Gordon Lightfoot. Play that song and you'll dream back and think back to when you were a kid. Your phone is acting all fucked up with that radio shack shit you got going. <laughs> I think I always remember you, Beckman. And I always yeah. remember that. Now your phone is back on. You go to Babylon too much, and then you come back. My phone always was on, Ali. I had it hanging on my yeah, shoulder. Yeah, it sounded like you was talking out your ass, well, nigga. Well, I'm rolling my joint, man, all right? And I had... I well, if it, if, if rolling it, the joint sounds like you talking out your ass, well, that's a joint you don't want to smoke. I was hands-free with the phone. I didn't want to. That's really not good. If it's a hands-free joint. You don't wear ear pods? I don't have them on now. Oh. Now, do you have the ear pods that are wireless or the ones that have to plug into your phone? Beckman, drop the ear shit, man. Move on with the fucking conversation. I appreciate the fact that you turned me on to Gordon. All right? Okay. I, I love you, too. Yes, yes, we do. Now, Jimi Hendrix, it says here, despite being one of the most successful and most celebrated rock stars in history, Jimi Hendrix was not a fan of the sound of his voice. This was especially true when he heard his voice on records. He could not stand it because he was insecure about his sound. The sound of his voice challenged his perception of himself, and he really did not like it. You know, you know what? Jimi Hendrix, nigga. That may be true of a lot of people. Remember when the first time you ever heard your voice and you go, was that me? And you're like, yeah. No, that's Nicole coming with that bullshit. That's what it is. They were talking about a specific artist and the kind of music, and here you want to go to Jimi Hendrix reading some extra shit. We didn't ask you to read about no damn Jimi. So if you recall, we're doing radio right. And no, you ain't doing shit. Yeah, this is your first time in your life you ever tried to do any kind of radio, but you're stepping out of pocket because you, you were trained correct. by six eyes. No, 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 no. Lather said we can always enrich the topic. I don't want to hear what Lather said. You be on, on the you, topic. You, 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 your motherfucking you six eyes didn't train said. your ass well. Your ass is all fucked up on radio. So, yeah, I so forgot. Use a use a use a six size transparency. <laughs> so I was here first before I came to the six size radio network. No, nigga, you wasn't talking on so here first. You was talking here. on six size show here. first. 
I have been here for years. He came here. He was talking and on Six Eyes Radio Show first. I read first. the weather. I read the weather. And you read it. You need to keep network. reading the weather, nigga. Get your ass back over there. Nigga, get out of here out of my job. Trying to do some extra what? shit. What Somebody mean? asked you shit about Jimmy. No, you didn't ask about Jimmy. I'm contributing to the discussion because King Beckman said, "Nigga, you didn't contribute. Nigga, you just blocked in. Nigga, you just blog all on in with your shit." (laughs) So, 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 can I tell you about another? So, how do you um, like how Ali is turning against you right now? Yes, please. Oh, I love it. It's quintessential cuddles. It's quintessential cuddles. We can't have the third hour of power without cuddles cutting the sticky smurf. It just doesn't work. So who so else we know like, all as well in the world. Like, it sounded like the Archie Bunker and Edith Bunker show. Yeah, and why you say that? It's better than your weed free hands free rolling, nigga. <laughs> the bunkers. Your phone need a breath mint. Yeah, that nigga so, need a breath mint and an ass mint. <laughs> oh, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Hold on now. There's only back here about the ass shit, talking about men's ass and shit. It's just a yeah, low frequency. Yeah, I'm a nigga that needed an ass mint. <laughs> My gosh. You just you just got such a low frequency to be a reverend. You know it's rough. <laughs> Your butt need a breath mint. That My nigga goodness. put a breath mint in his mouth and then put one in his ass. <laughs> right there in front of you. Right there in front of you. <laughs> Don't they already have those? They're called Mentos. <laughs> the cinnamon kind. <laughs> oh boy. So y'all want I mean, to every once in a while, every once in a while, I come across a video where like somebody throws a mento into a coke bottle, and like the coke bottle explodes. What the hell's in these goddamn mentos making it do that? So Beckman, what you, did, did you have you ever heard the song uh on uh the Grammys of uh uh engineers and scientists? Did you hear that song by by uh, no, it, Killer Mike? By Killer Mike? No, no, but I remember you mentioned that earlier. Today. Oh, oh, yeah, I mean, I like uh yeah, the Andre guy that said that sang that great song uh he did all the parts himself in the video. Was that Andre 3000 or 2000? Andre 3000. Yeah. I like that guy. Yeah, that was a song that won the award. Oh, okay. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't get into the Grammys last night until about an hour after it started, so I didn't see the whole thing. Hey, so so check it out. When they have images on that spear in Vegas, can you see it from if you can you see it from your place? No, because well, I'm I'm not. No, you can't see it from my house. But if if I go down the block a ways and I go up a little bit where there's an opening where there's no trees or houses right. in the way, then I then I can see the strip. But no, that thing you can see from all over the place. It's crazy. And the images that they put on there, are, can you oh, see it? Out, I mean, it shows everything. Everything that they had yeah. on that on the Grammys, it was shown whoever was in that region to see it. 
which yeah, is oh, good yeah. to be seen. Well, you can see it from every strip hotel in town, and if you're driving in from out of town, you'll see it down the highway, even if you're 20 miles away. You'll see that thing so light up So they can put whatever night. image they want, whatever image they want to put on there, on display, it can, they can show it, a whole animated anything on there. Anything. The song is trash, movie. by the way. Just huh? so you know. The song Scientists and Engineers is trash. It's straight garbage. Oh, okay. I like it. Straight garbage. And, and it's it. Killer like Mike it. featuring Future and Andre 3000. And to answer your press, when, uh, John Beckman, the song was Hey Ya by Outcast. Uh, Okay. It's an outcast yeah. record. Andre 3000 sings solo on that. However, yes, the song is called Hey Ya. I love that song. I love how he does all the parts in the video himself. Yeah. Mm. But the song yeah. is trash. And hip-hop or rap music as it oh. is today is straight trash. Okay, <laughs> so which song did you say is trash? You said both of those Scientists and trash? Engineers is straight trash. It's straight trash. Oh. Straight trash. It's just a bunch of dribble, and it's trash. And so, Killer but, he, Mike, but he got a... He got a Grammy for Yeah, that? of course he got a Grammy. Grammy is garbage. Taylor Swift has won four out songs, what, albums of the year? Right, and it's Taylor Swift, right? Can you sing a song, anybody? I can at least name uh, songs shake, shake and, and albums shake of the up. year. Uh, it's Shake It Off. Well, Reed, Good job. Can I, ask you <laughs> I can name several people Reed, who won album of the song? year and did record of the year, song? and their songs, and their songs you, are iconic and not disposable. Song? Haven't you made a record? Yeah, but I've never been nominated for a Grammy, and I'm not. I'm not even using my my song as a template. What I'm saying is, is that when we used to have album of the year or song of the year, we at least had they were memorable, iconic songs. Like I can give you a song right now. Eric Clapton won song of the year called "Tears in Heaven." It's a song can he wrote anyone, about his can, son taking. Can, can anyone know I wasn't about your done. song? It was a song. It was a song about his son taking a header out of a 27-story window. Right. Uh, Right, but you'd remember that song if I said "Tears in Heaven." You'd remember it. You'd also remember that year that he also had an album where he remade the song "Layla," and he and he slowed Layla. it down. Layla, yeah, yeah. You'll remember I don't that, know that because fucking it, again, song. you'll also song? remember when Lauren Hill won five Grammys for the Miseducation of Lauren Hill. You could at least name three songs from that album. Reese, let, let me ask you a question because I think so, uh, me, but, the, the actress. So let, hold on, you said, you said, Are you talking? You, you said the Grammys ain't shit, and then you try and say that you can remember something, three songs from something because there used to be, be not- because there used to be, there used to be what's called a standard for the gramophone. That is no longer the standard. Now it's about. I'll put it to you this way: the Grammys got garbage when it decided it was going to be not political, but politically expedient in the business. I'll give you a perfect example. The biggest song of 1992, maybe 93, was OPP by Naughty by Nature. They weren't even fucking nominated. That was the biggest record in the world when that song came out. It was a huge crossover hit, and even Queen Latifah had to recognize, how the fuck do you not even nominate Naughty by Nature? Like, how do you not? OPP was the biggest fucking record at the time, and they didn't even get a nod. Okay? So are the, they do are the Grammys the- political? Yes, of course they are. They're not just political in the sense of, like, you know, you know Democrat me, and Republican. Let me explain to you. Yes, it is. Let me tell you how, let me tell you how political oh, no, it is. I said not just, not just Republican and Democrat. It's other politi- politics yeah. as well. Yeah, I mean, so it's political like this, John. 
there are people who understand how the voting works because all of us have a vote. I, I have a vote. You know, you're, if you're part of Neris, you have a vote. So I have a vote. You have a vote. He has a vote. Most people don't vote. Okay. Exactly. And so, did you vote? Did you vote this year? Did you vote, Jay? No, no, I didn't. Because you said you didn't hear the song. You never heard the song. No, I have not. No, I didn't even know Taylor Swift had an album. Okay. Um, and um, Jay, Jay, what's the difference between a record of the year and an album of the year? I don't understand that. Oh, one is for the artist. So record of the year is for the artist who recorded it. Right. Song of the year is for the writer who wrote it. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, you can, there's somebody who can and, and then you have the album of the year. Of the year. Yeah. Right, which means yeah, the whole album. album of the year is for the whole album itself. It's Jay, he was explaining the politics of it. So, uh, because record companies, they know. So you so you can be an artist and you could be an executive that is a member. So artists, you know, executives know how to how the system works, yeah. and what they do is they work other executives and executive type people. And make sure that they that they get the votes. Some of these things, there may be only fifty people, a hundred people yep. voting. You know what I mean? So Shit, I knew people in the industry be, that had a vote, and they would give it to their secretaries. They were like, "Just fill this out." They wouldn't even take the time. Yeah, well, be, uh, uh, so well, so again, so should the artists go and lobby for a vote for you? Since it's a lot of neglect on the voters. No. It, no, it's not. It's just a lot of it's a lot of uh, game in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's you know, it's it's just it's game. It ain't real. It's not. Right. So there was a time when the Grammys used to be a real show. I mean, I mean, it used to be a real, really, the best records. Yep. Had the opportunity to live because because it was really. Um, it was about the it art. Was really. About the art, yeah. And then they started changing the process and letting other people vote. You know what? It's like the participation trophy. Mm. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. Because last I, night I heard I, Jay-Z, when he, Jay-Z, when he was on stage, he was kind of diss, dissing the uh, Grammys for... Because his wife hasn't won album of the year. Okay, um, yeah. And it, has a lot, and it has a lot to do with her company. If Sony wanted her to be album of the year, they make her album of the year. They know how to right. get it done. That's right. But, uh, but you know, um, the agenda is what it is. And maybe right. you piss somebody off, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, but what it should be, in my opinion, is a body of music critics that are connoisseurs of music. Not you know, and and maybe um, that panel, those panels shouldn't be able to um, be in in every genre. 
You know what I mean? The, the interesting kinda, part is, is that they're openly admitting it, Jay King, that this particular year, the narrative was, we got to make this about Taylor Swift. That's all it was about. You know, it, it's about making... What's her name? What's her name? Miley Cyrus had the biggest record of last year, but didn't win. That Flowers record was a huge, the biggest record. Yeah. It was bigger than well, anything won, Taylor Swift put out. She won something last night. What did yeah, she but win she, could, she should have won. She should have won record of the year, if not song of the year. It was the biggest record. Uh, Even Miley on so stage like interrupted her song and said, real. "Why are you people acting like you don't know the words to this song?" It was the biggest record last year. Why didn't you like well, because scientists? But let me tell you the problem with Miley Cyrus and Taylor Swift and Taylor Swift, Beyonce yeah. and all of them is that um, I never heard Miley Cyrus' song. So it was the biggest song of the year for you, but not for me. Right. Yeah, I never heard it either. We live in a very divided music universe now. Mm. It's not Good like point. before where music played in one central location and everybody got music from that central location. Now we're getting music from everywhere. Yeah. And so now, you know, um because I didn't I don't you know, I don't know Beyonce. I don't know a lot of the music unless I I fall in love with the artist and go by like a um like Billie Eilish. You know, once I once I fell in love with Billie Eilish's music, I just went and bought it all. So I listened to it, you know, in gulps. And, you know, and, and then I find out which songs stand out for me, you know, as I take my gulps. But everybody don't know Billie Eilish. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, no, no, you're right. Jay, let me ask you a question. Everybody knew Stevie Wonder. Everybody knew Billy Joel, even if they didn't listen to right. the music. Everybody knew the Doobie Brothers. Everybody right. knew Rapture Comes Alive. Whether they listened to the music or not, they knew them because music was centralized. Music is no longer centralized. Let me ask you a so question, you know, Jake. And when these shows, for example, I don't know if they did it last night, but let's say they hand out a Lifetime Achievement Grammy Award. Does that particular recipient have to have won a Grammy, or could it be somebody who's never won a Grammy before? No. Yes. No, it could be somebody who's never won a Grammy. Yeah. In fact, they do that. They do that quite often now, to, as sort of, and that's sort of the penance, as it were, right? So you've never recognized this artist, and they've had a huge impact on music, and you've slighted them for twenty, thirty years. They came up with this idea that just says, "Okay, now we'll pay them homage." Let's talk like the about Rolling Stones. Marvin Gaye. Marvin yeah. Gaye never won a Grammy for the What's Going On album, for the Let's Get It On album, for the I Want You album, for the Hear My Dear album, for the um, Heard It Through the Grapevine, uh, for Ain't Nothing Like the Real Thing. He never won a Grammy for anything. It wasn't until he did Sexual oh. Healing that he won a Grammy. And sexual healing was a great, it was a cool song, uh, the song right. that brought him back, gave me, but it wasn't, a, it wasn't an outstanding Marvin Gaye song where you go, oh my God, one of the great, you know, it, it was a yeah. great song for him to come back with. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
and very and it was popular. Yeah. So when when you um you know so they had to give Marvin that Grammy because they they had overlooked him. So you know um and I'm a makeup Grammy. Yeah. (laughs) In a way. Not a makeup. In a way. Sexual Uh healing was a big record, man. Sexual healing was a was a monster. Yeah, well, you're saying it wasn't his best. The no, album was because, the album was pretty I, nice because too. Because I heard, because I heard, heard it through the grapevine and what's going on and let's get it on and all the songs wow. on that album. I mean, shit, you, you know, it wasn't it wasn't like <laughs> the top of the pool chain. Bar. It's 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 funny, you know, Jay, because you can talk about the sexual healing album. Ask one person, name another single from that album, and people go rocking play. after midnight, rocking after or midnight. Chip, no, no, I'm, no, 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 no. He only had one hit. What, 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 uh, what Reese is saying is true. He only had one hit single from that yeah. album. And unless you are a Marvin Gaye fan like I am, you wouldn't know it. You're not going to dig in deep to um, um, Rockin' After Midnight. And, and, and um, didn't most albums have like 12 songs? Man, that album was so, raw. That album, it, 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 like you said, yeah, I you, you right with what you, you said. Missed, you missed the point. Yeah, I, you're right, you're right. I hear not, what you're it's saying. It's not whether it was raw saying. or not. I agree with you. But for people who are not who are not super Marvin Gaye fans, sexual healing is it. For people who are not Marvin Gaye fans, let's get it on is it. They're not, they're not listening to If I Should Die Tonight. You sure love the ball. Come get to this. They only listen to the hits. When you listen to what's going on, you know, it's make me want to holler. What's going on? Uh, um, you know, uh, uh, um, mm-hmm. so, you know, it's like, off of that record. it's like, I always tell people, it's like the people who say that Scarface is their fa- favorite movie but can only name Al Pacino as the person who starred in it. It's like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, Trouble Man really showed his genius. And, and here, my dear, those two showed. But back on today's, Victoria Monet is the only one. I mean, I heard all the other girls, but Victoria Monet is who I actually, you know, Reached out and said, "Let me listen to her shit." I mean, my daughter. Hey, you know what she from? Do you know Victoria? You know Victoria Monet is from Kentucky, from Sacramento. She's from Sacramento, right? Yeah, she's from Sacramento. And that's what made hey. me. I first saw her on TV, and I said, "Who is this girl?" And so, I. But my daughters, they knew about Miley. I knew Miley Cyrus through them. I knew about I knew about what's her name, the one that gave away all that money, the the girl that's big now, the one the key the Chiefs the Chiefs girl, the, Taylor Swift. Uh, yeah, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. I only know through Taylor Swift. I got hip to her when she gave away all that money to stage to all her crew. She gave them all a hundred thousand dollars. And that's what yeah. made me tune in, and she, I saw how best, and who the fuck is this girl? So what I'm saying is, 
I went hip to none of their music. I only heard their music. I still can't name a Taylor Swift song. Because Even you're a thousand really years old. Because you're not engaged like you were when you were young. No, Jay, so, I just told you Victoria Monet, who is young, <laughs> like them. I understand that. The only so you one. Want, but, but, because you're not, again, because you only listen to you, you don't listen good. If you listen good, well, no, I heard you would hear what I'm saying. Of okay. course, you're going to well, find. Of listen. course, you're going to find favorites that you like, but you're not engaged in the whole music process the way you were when you were a young person. And whether you no, like I, the and, and or I, not, well, I differ with you on that. I, I differ know you with differ you. with me with that because you're tardy. With good motherfucking sense. I know what the fuck Who I'm sings the best out of Victoria and that Miley Cyrus? Thank God. Thank God that I, that I stopped. Because I had a green light. This dude had a red light and kept driving through. If I had to just, if I had to just took the turn like I'm supposed to, he'd have knocked the shit out me. I'd have probably died, and I'd have been on the phone with you motherfuckers, but because I pay attention good, and I know what I'm talking about, I was Be able careful. to... Be um, Be careful out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, so, what, maybe, hey, maybe what it was, Jay, is that... That would have been you said Kente's fault all by himself for making you wreck this nigga no. with the dreadlocks. No. No. All I'm saying, Kente, all I'm saying to you yeah, is this, Kente, is that, you know, we're not engaged in the, you know, these kids know all of the music, all of the artists, even the ones they don't like. They know them because they're in it like that. But Who sings music the best, is Jay? so disjointed. Newton, music is so disjointed for us because there's no, we would know it like that. If it had a central location, because we mm-hmm. only we grew up with music yeah. having yeah, a central really location. Whether whether right. it was Dolly Parton, we knew Dolly Parton and Glenn Campbell, along with the Osmonds and the Jacksons and uh, uh, Isaac Hayes and because that was our uh, era. Uh, Creedence, Creedence okay, Clearwater. who the no, best to you out because of those there was three one girls. clearinghouse. Because music went through one clearinghouse. Now music doesn't go through one clearinghouse because people are discovering music and music is being promoted in a multitude of areas where an artist can can have a hit record. Um, you got to... I have a keen, you know, I have a keen ear for music. And I can listen to something to say that's going to be a hit. So what I'm saying to you, I, what, who do you see? I know an ear. I have an ear to hear no matter what age I was at. I still got my ear to hear. So I'm saying well, out ask, of those three, so hear, to me, it, 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 it sounds better. Uh-huh. Who, that's what I'm saying. Who sounds Victoria. better? Victoria. Victoria. Well, well, first of all, you're comparing an apple to an orange. They're not the same oh, okay. style artists. They're not in the same style music. Victoria is But I can R&B. hear the voice, though, Jay. Just like, you know whose voice but, I love? I, okay, so now, you know whose voice I really like? Is that girl who got the show. That, that 
that girl that's getting skinny, that white girl. She got a show on TV. I don't know. I don't know who you're talking about. She got a talk show. She got a what's her name? Not the black nigga, you, woman. I don't know. You stay away. You stay away from Kelly Clarkson, nigga. Kelly, Kelly Clarkson? Clarkson. Yeah, that girl can sing, man. I don't give a fuck what she's saying. That girl got a voice. So my point is, I know what I'm hearing. And no matter what race you are, I can hear an we eagle all. song. Yeah, we I can all hear know. Okay. Know. So, okay. So my point, yeah, my point is, out of those three, she has the better voice. She can sing. She can move me. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, but, 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 but she may not do the same to other people, Yusuf. She does it to well, you. And I, said it, uh, and I said to me when I came in, right, see, right, see, but I, right. I was, I'm just retarded. Remember? That's, that's what I was when I made that statement. When you that listen to me, them, see, 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 you find out. I'm just saying to me, the girl has a good voice. And by the way, Yusef, you're pre-targeted. Can't tell you, stay away from my girl. Kelly Clarkson is mine, Nobody nigga. Kelly Clarkson, a.k.a. Ali, you losing that weight? I said you had Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> I know, Jay. I know. Clean that shit up. Hey, hey, hey. She's a.k.a. Uh, Ali, she losing that weight, man. She's still straight up and down, though. She's straight up and down. You know what I mean? Nigga, you she said Kelly, Island? nigga. I know you're well, trying to get over here in Sacramento to set up a stage for a concert, that nigga. Is, that girl's raw, man. <laughs> Kelly Clark. Yeah, nigga, you stay away from mine. Nigga, you stick with Snitchy Poo, nigga. No, Kelly. The Kelly Clark, that girl raw, man. I like her. Hey, whatever happened to Ruben Studdard, the first American Idol winner? Is he still around? Does he still perform? I believe he is. Let me look him up. And I think Kelly Clarkson was the second one, if I'm not mistaken, to win that show. I didn't even know she won a show. I just happened. I I used to come in all the time after leaving this show on the third hour power. It usually be around that time. And her and that black girl is the one that's coming on back to back. She sings too. What? The one that got fat. Was Ruben was Ruben Stutter the first? Lizzie. Lizzie. Uh, What? Yeah, Ruben. Ruben Stutter was the first. Yeah, I think he was. Or he may have been the second, but I thought he was the first one. Hey, and I Kelly remember Clark, when man. I worked here. When I worked here in Vegas, I remember he would perform here in Vegas or something. If they, if all three of, if if he was up there at the time of her, you ask him where he's at. I know one thing about her. She's she still got a bullet behind her because. I think she got a lot more to come. Kelly it's Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson was the first one. Um, oh, she was. And, um, oh, okay. And then, um, yeah, and he ate all the chicken. You want to know what happened to him? He ate all the chicken. He was number two. <laughs> number two. Okay. But he, he, yeah, he, he was in everything. They had to, they had to pull back on him. What's the black girl that what's the black girl that got a show that come on after the Kelly Clarkson show? Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson. No, no. Regina or Regina of uh, what's her name? Is that no, Jennifer, Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson, yeah. She can sing too. She can sing but and they come on. See I like they show in that scene on their show so you can appreciate 
you know, and then they go into their show, their guests and this and that, especially Kelly, you know. But but seeing those two great artists, great vocalists, you know, Kelly Clarkson still got a lot coming, man. I think she got some soul in her. Really, yeah, she's probably only she's probably only in her forties now. I don't think she's that old. Yeah, she's 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 doing good. She can make a song right now. She does she ever write? Sound like it sound like you in love, Yusuf Kente, the way you talking. <laughs> no, I love I love I love music. Now we know what you do with Joe Day. This nigga watched the Kelly Clarkson show and the Jennifer Hudson right after. I didn't know anything about him, Riley. I didn't know what you do with Joe Day. Now we know when Kente be touching on himself. You low frequency. You low frequency. We found out when Fred be touching on himself. Now we know when Kente do it too. <laughs> Nigga, did you get the popcorn out before a show, Kente? Thank you, sir. Go with it. You got the floor. I'm going to let you. Uh, you Come on, nigga. I'm asking you a question, you nigga. Got, this is radio. You got the motherfucking ball. Go nigga, did you get your popcorn out, out nigga? nigga? You you how you doing? Nigga? How you do it, nigga? Backwards, thinking, stupid motherfucker. How you do it, nigga? What you do? You get naked? You get naked before the show? Come on! I don't need you to talk about you, motherfucker. That nigga get naked before the Kelly Clarkson show? Come on, with some popcorn and some weed. Hey, you said if you could give Kelly Clarkson a gift, if you could hand, if you could hand give Kelly Clarkson a gift. What kind of gift would you give her? A sack of weed. <laughs> if I can, if I can, if I can, if I can, like, if, if I you can hand do that Kelly, with Kelly Clark- yeah, hand her a gift. What would you give her? Well, she would be a gift to me to listen to it, to be there oh, right now. Come here on, that. I, I, I see that up here. Don't for you, you John. Don't, we don't want the nigga to get naked right now. <laughs> I was going to say, a cock in the box. Remember that show on uh, Saturday Night Live? Where the girls if get I was the cock with Kelly Clarkson, if I was with Cle- <laughs> Kelly Clarkson, I would be walking in rhythm. I'd be, I'd be, saying, rhythm. be breathing the same air with her at the same time. So you see, John, he ain't, he ain't so racist after all, is he? <laughs> that's right. That's no, right, I, just that's respect, right. I just respect the now, that's all. I bet you wouldn't call her Whitey. Like you call me. Oh, well, if she put on the shit the way, you know, it depends on how she thinks. (laughs) From from what she put on display, she's a very cool person, right? She seems like a nice girl. What time she come on, Kente? Does she come? she comes on after the 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 bell girl. What's her name? This nigga be watching all the girls, don't he? You know, he be watching girls. He don't even know what their name is. Well, I did. I did. Jennifer. Jennifer. I got into Jennifer because her her 
the way she broke up. You, know, you didn't know none of their names, Kente. I had to tell you Kelly Clarkson. Nigga, you didn't know her name, Jennifer Hudson's name, or this Bell girl you talking about. <laughs> anyway, so Jennifer Hudson, how I, oh, how I always was into Jennifer Hudson was because how she lost her nephew or something. Her sister, yeah, think, sister was killed yeah, or something Chicago like that. Or something. Right. Yeah. Right. So I got hip to her, and then she lost weight. And I said, damn, that girl got cuter than a motherfucker. You know, oh, nigga, so I did that's know the turn. over here eating with me, nigga. I've been cooking for her, nigga. All right, man. So then what made me get into Kelly Clarkson was, like I said, like right now, I'm, you know, I take my children to school. And I'll be talking to y'all on the phone, and I just stay out here in the driveway talking to y'all. And that's how I go. And then when I go in the house, what's on TV are those two shows. So that's that when, I, said, that's when, when I, I go in the house. <laughs> and then what time do you have to leave the house again to go pick up the kids? Probably about maybe an hour after that, maybe a Shit, maybe I, I got an hour, man. <laughs> that nigga need an hour with Kelly. <laughs> you mean they're only in school for an hour? No, god damn it, you stupid dumb motherfucker. I said yeah. once I go in the house because I'm out here on the third hour power like I am now, you stupid retarded backwards, dumb motherfucking white man. I'm out here in the here driveway because I've done what I do. And I'd be talking to you, and when it goes into the third hour of power, I said all this before, I'm still out here. And then when the show ends, when all of us hang up, you dumb, backwards, non-retaining, what the fuck you just heard, motherfucker. I'm just glad you got it out. Get it out. Get it out. Yeah, he got it out, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Get it out. <laughs> and Kite, he, he got the FBI listening. He's want to make sure you're saying the same shit. Yeah, that's all. They're, they're just, they just want to know if you're in the driveway. <laughs> Man, you know what? Just like just like I said about Kelly Clarkson, I'd be I'd be I'd be rejoicing about breathing that air if I was with the police. Or the FBI right now, and they were listening to me. I would welcome it. I'm walking in rhythm. It's meant okay. for you to hear what I got to say because you're not going to hear it from these imbeciles. They don't have the backbone to say it. Sitting in your truck, they don't know how to articulate what the fuck is really what going on. What kind of car do you drive? They can't really they talk know. about the beginning, <laughs> the end, and right now. That Sankofa mm-hmm. shit. You know, they uh-huh. can't really bring the past and the future and right now together. So okay. I don't give a fuck about the FBI and me knowing to say that kind of shit because that's the kind of shit I'm talking about. Because I don't trust the FBI either. All the books that I just mentioned, that mm-hmm. it seems there's a lot of racism in it all through history. And then when the Ice Age came, it really got put on display because those ones that was trapped in the ice came into a civilization that was still existing while they were in dormant. They didn't have the knowledge because the will of life was still 
turning while the ice kept them dormant. So when that ice melted and they saw all the monuments that was being made at the time of the ice age while they were dormant and the people which was in the equatorial zone, that's the equator, mm-hmm. was still able to go on with the course of life and build said, shit. Can I ask you yeah, your opinion on something? Man. This what the fuck you didn't want in this time because it's a new normal, motherfucker. No, I wanted to ask you a question uh, because it related no, to the ice age. No, let's go write. Let's write the no song. No, motherfucker, no. No, motherfucker, <laughs> that shit ain't gonna work in this generation, motherfucker. I just had a. I had a. No, I had a scientific question no. for you. No, it's your song. No, motherfucker, no. Okay, Nicole, let me ask you your opinion no. on something. Listen here, motherfucker. <laughs> No, motherfucker, well, no. I'm, I'm, talk, I'm talking to Nicole. Since well, you wouldn't who take you my question. Talk to, motherfucker, because you want to see the frequency. You want to know well, what damn, Kente, won't you share? Won't you share it, man? Let share me, the white man. Yeah. Damn. You, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. You share that nigga. You didn't like start this. Beholden. Shut the fuck up. You ain't got nothing to do with this storm that's coming. And I told nigga, you ain't no storm coming, nigga. Share him with her, nigga. You uh, said you said something that made me think of something because you mentioned ice age. Well, what I told you is get ready and for the storm that's coming. Ain't it about to fuck up where you at? Yeah, it's raining right now. This nigga no, get all crazy. psycho on the mic, nigga. Okay. Goddamn, okay. nigga. Share the okay. mic, nigga. Oh shit! My, que- my question is motherfucker. this. My question was this, because you reminded me of the Ice Age. Uh, The likes of uh, Ted Williams, you know, he had his head cut off after he died, and it's put in some cry. It's it's put in cryo. I forget what Um, the word is. Cryo mm -hmm. techniques or something, where they freeze the uh, head to preserve the head in hopes of bringing it back to life someday. Do you think that's a possibility that if somebody's frozen? And they're preserved that someday they could come back to life? Well, I don't know about that, but what I do know is that the frozen ones that was froze up there in the ice wasn't able to carry on to build those monuments that was being able to be built at the time that they were in the ice then. So You mean like you know like the um pyramids? I, I mean like the Sphinx and shit. Yeah, you know that yeah, the shit. Pyramids. The, the shit you got okay. over there in, in Vegas, man. That's yeah, the Luxor. Yeah. You know, white man. You know what the fuck I'm talking about, white man. Why he got to be be all that, man? Then he agreed with you. Yeah, why he got to be uh... Get the fuck out of here. You don't tell me what to say to him. (laughs) I told you before, just call me the man. I ain't telling you what to say. I said, why he got to be all that? I didn't didn't tell you to say anything. Well, what you you said. You want to know why you're saying so much. This is all... This is all coming from my motivation. Oh, my God. The FBI is listening. Don't you remember? Mm-hmm. No, nobody's listening to you. They, they, they got other things to well, do. Well, why are you interrupting me? 
if, if nobody's listening. Or you interrupt the nigga. You gave the nigga the mic, oh, and okay. then you're trying to smash well, it gave, back before no, you finish his verse, nigga. I gave you the stage when you was talking about me. Nigga, will you shut up, nigga? Damn. Go ahead, John. We ain't tired of your motherfucking ass, nigga. Your slave mentality and shit. Nobody want to hear that shit for two hours, nigga. Shit. Shut your ass up for a minute. Go smoke a bong, nigga. Go ahead, John. You're in the driveway. You're in the driveway. Do what you want, Yusuf. Well, listen to this bitch ass. He asked me a question. Not you. He asked me a question about the Iceman. Got his head cut off. You bitch he ass. He didn't ask you a question, nigga. You broke back in, nigga. No, bitch ass. You come no, interrupting about my... Nigga, shut your ass up and let him answer. Me, let him finish answering then, nigga. Oh, bitch ass. Maybe I didn't want to finish then. I know how to use my commas and semicolons. <laughs> and it, 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 ain't, it, ain't, it ain't 12 o'clock yet, nigga. I can still mute that ass. Oh, nigga, why you want to mute me, motherfucker? It's just you and I. And because you keep talking all that shit, nigga. I'm trying to so listen to John. Talk radio, you can talk in 10 minutes, nigga. It'll be your turn oh, in 10 minutes, nigga. nigga. Shut up. Talk shit for 10 minutes, then, nigga. Let's talk shit for 10 minutes. Go ahead, John. Is it, chiro- is it chirogenics, Nicole? I think that's what it is, chirogenics. It's a chiro, yeah. Let me get the proper yeah, pronunciation. I'll be right back. But, yeah, see, but it's I not just know Ted Williams. He's, he's the most famous one. But there's, like, in Arizona, there's a laboratory where a lot of people that when they die, they have their heads put in this ice tray thing. And there's a lot of them, yeah. evidently. Where Kiss ain't going to be one of them. We're going to put that nigga's head in the ice tray this year. <laughs> no, well, see, I'm not here to talk about that. I was talking that about That nigga's going to be the only one with, a, with, a, with dreadlocks and ice. He deflected that. Well, yeah. Yeah, they're going to find some. Oh, no, okay, let's go back to it. Yeah. No, nigga, don't listen to what I said. Don't listen to what I said, nigga, and try to get you some ideas off you. You're stealing right now. You don't even know what you don't even you're know what stealing you're right now, nigga. Oh, you bitch ass. <laughs> you bitch ass. Nigga, trying to That's steal my are. shit. Nigga, I ain't gonna, nigga, I'm going to put your ass on mute for sure. Nigga, don't recite nothing off my words, nigga. Oh, you bitch ass. I never recite something from you. Nigga, you, you, you found the idea, nigga, and you wanted to go back, nigga. You bitch ass. I'll never go to you for an idea. You was just finna, nigga, trying to shut your ass down, nigga. Well, no, that's not yours. It didn't come from you. It was, it was, it was me, nigga. You, it was all me, nigga. Just, they heard it. No, they heard it, nigga. Ass. Okay, well, finish. Finish what you said. Nigga, ain't about no finished shit, nigga. I'm done with you, nigga. I'm been finished with you. Oh, motherfucker, you ain't Go ahead, Snitchy Pooh. You ain't said shit. So I believe it is prior. Fuck that nigga. C-Y-R-O-G-E-N-I-C-S. Chirogenics, yeah. Yes. And um, it's basically a branch of physics that deals with the production and effects of very low temperatures. So as you were saying, um, they submerge... um, the gentleman's head into this uh, tube-like structure, and yeah, it's got to be it's got to be preserved, right? Mm-hmm. So, what do you think yeah. about it? What do you think? So about I don't, I, I'm not sure. I Can you hook up a body to that head? That's what. That's well, what I, I know one thing. Well, this it is your time to talk, Kente. Shut up, This Nicole. is what I know. This is what I know is that a Grammy was won because of scientists and engineers, just like oh. what you're talking about right now. 
No, we're talking about cryogenics. Yeah, that's, that's what that Grammy song was about. That's what the scientists and engineers are doing in this world. Write what you're talking about right now. And okay. Reese didn't now, like it. Reese didn't you like the a, concept. Do you think a, a body could be hooked up to a, a frozen head and brought back to life? Because I think that's what well, their purpose is. Well, okay. Let uh, if that's their purpose, let that be their purpose. And I just wonder how that's going to happen. How do you how do you put the nerve endings and everything together from a body well, to a head? I don't know. Well, what the, the veins? Well, it's like The Walking Dead, that old movie from the uh, what was that? The, the late '60s, The Walking Dead, or was it the '70s? So how did they put what it did? in there? How did they put well, it on? What, what happened is in? the the monster that got killed, if even if he got decapitated, the motherfucker can still come back to life. So the dead, the walking dead, would come back to life after they got killed. So they couldn't be okay, killed but again? Okay, the, the question was, how do they put the organs back in? They, we don't know about that. That motherfucker just came That's back to life. The nigga had, had the listen. The nigga had one arm when he got killed. He chopped one of his arms off and then they shot him, right? But the nigga came back and he still had one arm. So I don't know if he got the veins and shit back. Well, the arm isn't an organ, fool. It was an organ that he. It's had still an arm, nigga. That's a limb, you dumb motherfucker. You know what, nigga? No, I don't. It's still know part of your body, retarded. nigga. Yeah, I don't. I don't ever know what you're about to say, nigga. We ain't, nigga. I just told you what the motherfucking Walking Dead I know was, it's nigga. About what you told I just told you before that we don't know if they retarded. put the veins back in the motherfucker or not, nigga. Ah, uh, you retarded so motherfucker! You was a dumbass, nigga. You smoking that dumbass OG morning? That whack ass weed you be having, nigga. That ain't no you real weed, nigga. That's a headache man. shit. You smoke that low shit shelf. and you get a headache with that whack ass wow. shit. He te- plus he roll joints too tight. You can't even smoke the motherfucker. You will blow your brains out fucking with that nigga. Do you still lick your joints, Yusuf? Like at the end, you kind of lick them. This nigga, this nigga lick everything. He licks motherfucking uh, Fred's booty cheeks too. Oh God! With <laughs> his punk ass. So before the topic gets away from us, uh, so it says here, cryogenic sleep is said to preserve people for years, perhaps even centuries or millennia, which um, would turn us into stratifying a stratifying civilization. We would uh, be able to explore the nearest stars um, in the observable universe, and there'll be no physical aging and a, a lot of things that they're hoping for, okay? But presently, they says there are 300 um, humans, basically, who are in what's called cryo. I don't know why I can't. I don't. It, that, that word doesn't make sense to me. But I want to say Cairo, but it's cryo. Cryo. Yeah, it's like, yeah, C-R-Y-O. Almost like a gyro. Why it don't okay, make no sense to you, nigga? Because you can't, you can't, you can't read you know, it out, nigga. You can't pronounce I'm it. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it, and I'm seeing like cry, cry, row. Why? Because you don't know Please. what the word is, so you don't, you don't think the well, word makes no sense. I just looked at the word, but I'm nigga, looking at the word. You ain't that smart, nigga. Well, I never claimed to be, which is why I'm saying this word is yeah, nigga, you talk, nigga, you trying to get out of not so saying the word right. No, I'm being honest about how I perceive the word. I'm going to kick you in the honest ass cheeks. How about that? <laughs> well, pa- 
pack a lunch, okay? So, all right. So, there's 300 in, uh, humans in Cairo sleep, Cairo sleep in the U.S. 50 people so are in Russia and around 100 in Europe. Right. There's also pets. We have 30 pets um, being preserved right now in Arizona, probably at the facility you mentioned, uh, King, King Beckman. Right. You should mention yeah, so we have 4,000 on the waiting list. We're going to have 4,001 because I'm about to sign Cuddles up. You ain't signing me <laughs> up to shit. See if we can put you never, you never get <laughs> my signature. <laughs> Don't worry. I know how They're to always write a counterfeit. I got you. I ain't finding shit. Maybe then, maybe then, re, maybe other than reattaching a body to their head, maybe they're doing this, preserving the head so somehow they can take something, some biological bio, biological thing out of their head where they can be cloned. That's what they have. That's what happened to Yusuf Kente. This nigga ain't the he same nigga he was eight years ago. This nigga was cloned. <laughs> 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 oh my God! There's so much I can say when I hear that's this. That's not the original not nigga. <laughs> okay. That's not the original nigga no more. He been he been uh, doubled. Does okay. he have the same hue though? Huh? Same hue? Does he have the same hue? That nigga ain't got shit. This new nigga. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this new nigga is full of shit. And the old used to Kente, he had veins and shit, you know. But this new motherfucker got one arm. <laughs> wow. So trying to figure out what the plan is. Are they going to say um affix the head to like body. another body that's been preserved? I mean, Hell yeah. is that what they found? Is that that's what, what they, they did with Yusuf Kente's head. They said this nigga was like Medusa and then nigga took this nigga's head off and he had dreadlocks and shit like snakes and shit. And he came they from the dead. Off. That's this well, motherfucker, right? Maybe that's how And he all fucked up. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's one, them transsex- he's one of them transsexual oh. clone-ass niggas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. That's I didn't him attached to a bubble bong. <laughs> no, that nigga, he got a bubble bong attached to his back. It, 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 it's melted in his skin and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's 11 11. Wow. Well, say something nice now, Cuddles. Say something These nice. Nuts. <laughs> nuts. Oh my goodness. Well, I don't wanna I don't wanna um put Plankton down, you know, he's doing the best. That's he why can. you call it nigga Plankton, because the nigga's head is on the platter. With some motherfucking Jamaican food. <laughs> Oh my goodness! So Beckman, what, what, why do you think they they decapitated and he would do something like that? Well, I don't know. Somebody obviously, somebody must talk to you obviously before you die to do this kind of thing, and say, hey, they, you know, I can't imagine sitting down with anybody and go, hey, you know, I got an idea. You know, when you die, let's cut your head off, or have them cut your head off and put it in, you know, frozen ice for years to see if we, I don't understand the concept behind that. Because it's not going to be the same. I don't know. It can't. I don't know. Can it be the same person when it comes back? Well, I mean, well, how, how could you possibly be the same person well, that, when they're going to attach you to someone else? 
Uh, or okay, now some people I thought they well, were doing full you, body you, um, preservation as well. Brain. The whole person. Yeah. No, I think it was just like a, their heads. Just their head. Maybe okay, pe- thank you. Maybe for that. people do have the, maybe people do have their whole bodies in ice, but I hear I heard it was just the heads. Yeah. So. But, but obviously, even if it's just the head, you have the same brain. <laughs> so maybe it is the same person. Well, is it the same if you've been preserved for a century and they talk, or, well, you know, talk about bringing you back? I don't know. You know? I don't know. Well, well, well and, and okay, so say they are successful and now they dropped you into whatever's happening 400 years from now. I mean, that'd be like, like bringing Beethoven back now. Right. I don't, I don't even know how your brain How, how does he acclimate? How does he, how does he, yeah, so... I don't know, but I do know it's always been a search for the, the, the secret to, you know, longevity, you know, the, the, the living forevers. These motherfuckers ain't found it. Believe that. Right. If, if, they, if, they, found it, if they found it, Biden wouldn't be so fucked up like he is right now. They had a double on that nigga a long time ago. <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> They can't save these motherfuckers. These niggas is gone. That's it. Like Jay King say, ain't nobody going to make it out of this one. You know, they might be able to live in the spirit, but not in the flesh. Yeah, see, that's, so what, I'm, I'm, at- that's, what, I'm, that's what I'm getting at. Do you guys think there is a spirit after you die? Like when oh yeah, there, there, there's yeah. a spirit. There's a spirit that makes you live. The spirit was alive. The spirit don't die, John. It's always alive. So the body has to learn the spirit. The spirit don't have to learn the body. Can I tell you a story? I was with my dad when he passed away. Like he was uh, in a bed and he, with the hospice people there in his own little place. And um, my niece was there. She was a doctor. And, and then the hospice people said they were going to go for the evening and that, you know, we just look over him and if anything happens to him. And then we, we'd put a little drop of morphine on his tongue every so often so that if we thought his breathing was being labored or something like that, it would help calm him down. Well, I swear to God, I was, I was with him for about five hours during this transition. And I swear, he got younger looking to me. This may sound crazy to you guys, but my dad got younger looking as the hours went by. And I'm think, and I said to my niece, who's the doctor, I go, do you see this? And she said, yeah, because there was no wrinkles in his face, you know, because he was 86 years old. And it almost looked like he was going back to a point in time before he died that he felt he was most happy at, if that makes any sense to you guys. It was the, it was the weirdest thing to observe. And I don't know if that's a thing or not, but it's just what I observed at that time. I'll, I'll just never forget that. So, what's what's? Do you have a question about it? Well, yeah, I don't know if anybody's been with somebody. Have we I, I don't know if anybody's. That? Have you ever been with somebody who passed away that you, you know, your mother, father, loved one, friend, or whomever that you're with? And I just happened to observe this like phenomenon happening before my eyes, and I was with somebody, so I wasn't by myself, like freaking out and hallucinating. Because I'd be like, do you see this? And she goes, yeah, I see it. And uh, he was getting younger looking. And I didn't know. I go, wow, maybe this is a blessing to dying. 
um, other than like a, a sudden impact car crash, gunshot or whatever, he was laying in bed, taking his final breaths and his, and his body got younger looking for some reason. I don't know the reason. So you finished with the decapitation then because it was on about the spirit and the spirit got to know, you know, the body don't have to know the spirit and the spirit know the body. Yeah, we're still trying to get more information on that, um, actually. Uh, So you're thinking now, okay. Yes, because we must think if we wish to uh, speculate at any level. I'm asking, so you left the conversation about the spirit. Don't it's have to lose a body. We don't, we don't want you in this conversation, nigga. You, you stand to the side on this one. Go ahead, Nicole. Well, the thing <laughs> is, you stupid, retarded reverend. We heard what he you've been talking about. Well, that's where you're you wrong, been reverend. You've been words and whitey and all that shit. You we don't want you in this That's he why you're confused. You we don't want you in this one. You crazy we don't want you in this. Wait to the next conversation, nigga. That's coming up in five minutes, nigga. We'll have another conversation for you, nigga. Fuck yeah, you, you can't nigga. get into this one. Nigga, fuck Let me go. You. Nigga, Let me go to the board. I'm gonna show you how I fuck you. Run to the board, nigga. I'm gonna show you how I fuck you, nigga. Watch this, nigga. Watch how you get ran, nigga. Yeah. Keep talking, nigga. Call yourself a reverend, you hypocrite, nigga. You don't know what you're really talking. So, King Beckman, um, I'm looking into if anyone else has, you know, mentioned anything or wrote an article about the phenomenon that you observed with um, Papa Beckman. Uh, right now, I don't see it. But well, one thing I did, I do see. They say that um, certain, to a certain degree, inflammation starts to release from certain parts of the body, depending on, you know, the, you know, the type of death. Um, you know, um, throw that you're in, like, um, right. so I don't, yeah, so I'm looking, I'm just trying to see what I can it, find. It was just weird because he was going, it looked to me like he was going back in time to a place where I remembered him when I was younger. And I was like, like wow, he's, he's getting younger looking. It's weird. And it was only a matter of a couple hours, you know. So I was still... I was still blown away by it. Yeah, it happened to Yusef Kente, too. It happened to Yusef Kente. That nigga, he was on his deathbed, and then the nigga started getting older and older. It wasn't helping the nigga get younger. <laughs> and so we had, well, to, mute, we had to mute that nigga when he started mumbling on You know how that's why you can't hear him now. He was going Definitely the opposite what you direction. Saw was this, Definitely what you saw was a revert, um, was the morphing taking away the pain and also taking away some of the inflammation in his body that aged him. Okay. That could be true. That could be true. Yeah. 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 So basically um, some of his, some of his functions probably started, had already started shutting down from his, his uh, organs and things. Right. And so right. he, the, the blood would, would start circulating a little bit less. And so, like, the, the wrinkles and things that you're saying ah, go okay. away because okay. of the information and everything is going away. And this okay, is, you're this right. Chocolate Sorry, hello. No, yeah. no, I, no, I, 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 I know now. Thank you, though, for that, because it was, it was just the craziest thing. 
and I wasn't putting mm-hmm. all what you're telling me now together then. I was just mesmerized by the transformation that I was seeing. But you're yeah. right, it was and probably some... like a form it was probably like a form of lividity. I think when we die, right? I, you know, we all of our blood settles in at the bottom of our bodies. You know, the lividity. Right. And unfortunately when people are in like hospice or even in nursing homes, they give them morphine to give to, to lessen the pain. But right. morphine is also killing them. Right. It was like, it's, it's they, it was like they, they did one squirt out of an eye drop thing. You know, not mm-hmm. just under their tongue. Yeah. But it, but like I said, if they're, especially if they're in a nursing home, because the nursing home makes money on having people in bed. So they basically give them morphine, which slowly makes their body deteriorate, makes their but body functions start to shut down, and then eventually they'll die so have a new body that comes in. Right. Unfortunately, this was at his house. We weren't at we weren't at a hospice, but the, the hospice people would come over and then they'd leave. So. Gotcha. Okay. But uh, well, it was just the craziest thing to watch. You know, holding his hand, I was caressing his head, and I go, hey, "Man, goddamn, Dad looks younger here. What's going on?" You know, that's what I'm saying to myself. Well, I'm glad you were able to be with him and comfort him. Yep. 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 He died in peace. That's wonderful. Yeah, bless you for that, sister, because I, I wasn't able to find anything other than the inflammation might have been a part of it. So thank, thank you for that. No problem. Okay. I had to wait till I could take my break. Yeah, it wasn't like these scientists, man. These some fucked up scientists, man, to to go to decapit decapitating heads in I the name of science. I don't, I don't get it. I mean, people get it, but I don't get it. I don't want any of that to happen to me when I die. I just want to be cremated. That's all I want to be. You know. I don't want to be frozen somewhere. I don't want to be buried six feet into a box. I just want to be so you want to be ashes to ashes because that's the, right. When you leave, they say ashes to ashes or dust to dust. Right. You right. choose to be ash to ash. Right. I think I'm going to be ash to ash as well. If it was right. well, if you it put be if you ash, ashy right now, if you guys put. Lotion. If y'all put lotion on, maybe you won't. Maybe you got to just evaporate. But if you if you don't have lotion, <laughs> hold on. Are you doing hey, a commercial hey, for gold bond? Hey, I was gonna say, I was gonna say if I tip if I tip my joint, the ash from my joint. No, <laughs> nigga, that way you, you want to be lotion like Jay said, nigga. You and Fred is lotion to lotion. No, I mean, I was talking about ash. I wasn't talking about what Jay was saying. I was talking about the ash on my joint. Uh, That's what I was talking about. And I just don't like the idea of sitting in a box six feet below the ground forever. That doesn't appeal to me. You won't be there forever, ever. Right, because because like like, like, you know, the spirit, you know, like it, it finds a body. To go, because you're the vessel. The spirit just need a vessel to live in. The right. spirit is here. All of us are, are nothing but vessels. 
you know, in the spirit, that living spirit is in all of us. That's the spirit. Yeah, nigga, but you didn't smoke your whole vessel up, nigga. You smoked all your vessel up. It's gone, nigga. <laughs> Y'all listen to this retarded hypocrite. And then, and, and then I thought it was so beautiful because after Dad died, my sister had him cremated, and a couple months later we went to uh, Cambria, California. We found a river that ran into the ocean, and Dad was a fisherman. So we put his ashes in the river so it would go out to the sea. And I thought, man, that's great. But where did the spirit go? Where did the spirit go? His, his spirit left him when, his, when he stopped breathing that day when I was with him. It went up somewhere. You know, where, somewhere. You know his know. spirit went? You know where his spirit went, John? I don't know where it went. It went into you. You're talking about it's him, a, right? You're bringing him to life. His spirit okay. goes to you. I can see that. I appreciate that. That, that, Then you become part of the ancestor. That's ancestral. Because you came here through his water. You don't know how he he brought John in. You you can't speak on how he brought John in, how he he came with with John. You only speak on how he came to you, nigga. Listen you don't come to everybody the same. You, you, see, you twisted. Don't listen to John. Uh, I mean, don't listen to Yusuf Kente, John. This nigga don't know what he's talking about. This nigga going to try to tell you how you came to the spirit the same way he did. Nigga, you get back up, nigga. The spirit live in the water. Nigga, the you spirit said, live in the red want to live. This 2024, spirit, nigga. Well, 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 the spirit, yeah, it lives where it want to live, but. The spirit is in the water. You don't come the same way. You can't tell him how the spirit came to him. You don't know. Well, well you, yeah, I know. I know. You, you know, know nigga, that's what I'm saying, nigga. You just smoked up all your vessel, nigga. Your shit is gone, nigga. Okay, cool. So what What do you have to do with that? Why do, nigga, why do I don't you have nothing to do with behind? that. Why are you always behind me, say? No, I'm in front of you, nigga. I'm right here in front no, of you, nigga. nigga. That's the no, problem. You, now you with that nigga. No, your frequency is I'm right in front of your face, you, nigga. Say. I'm you right here in front of you. Every time you be And if you want a nigga to look in your eyes, you nigga, say. let me go get this nigga PTE for you, nigga, so he can yeah, look in your eyes. So you think, <laughs> you think that you a hypocrite like you. See, I know your hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. See, you came to me. My vessel, you I didn't smoke up my vessel, though, nigga, like you did. All right, but we're going to talk about hypocrisy, though. No, don't talk about, about hypocrisy, nigga. You hypocrisy, yeah, nigga. I'm going to talk about how to tell him how the spirit hypocrisy. came to him. If any nigga is a motherfucking hypocrite, John, when they try to tell you how well, the spirit no, came to you, when they don't know how the spirit came to them, really. No, you can't believe these sap fuckers, John. No, this is a everybody is this, this nigga right. over here, he cut down a fig tree. This nigga right here you talking to, Kente. <laughs> Sounds like Dr. Well, Lovelace. Lavish loves that because he doesn't like figs. Dr. Lovelace. <laughs> so, okay, I could do a little bit more research on this, but I think that I, I've come to understand something. Um, looks like nanotechnology is what's going to couple with this um, Cairo technology. So um, I found a few things. First and foremost, yes, you can. Um, what is nanotechnology? So nanotechnology is like what Elon Musk is trying to um, promote, uh, saying that it can preserve life, um, 
restore sales. It's, uh, you know, I mean, so, you know, it's, all right, nanotechnology no, is the manipulation. You. You. I, okay, one moment. It's the manipulation okay, of matter you you. Okay. Yeah. on a near okay. atomic scale to produce new structures, materials, and devices. The technology promises scientific advancement, hence promises. Pay attention to that. In many sectors such as medicine, consumer products, energy, materials, and manufacturing. So in the, in the sense of the human anatomy, they're going to couple the technology and reviving the, the human form. Who is us, they? Um, Who are you calling they? Who they is are they? the scientists that, that you just called oh, out earlier. That they are the they. So you mean scientists and engineers. Scientific engineers. I, I know now. Right. Oh. You mean that Grammy Award winning song? Uh, you know, not exactly that, but something like that. Oh, but you How just said that? it. You just said I it. I said science, scientific Okay, science, scientific engineers. Yes, scientific right. engineers. Right, that was a Grammy Award-winning song. Do you know that? You know, I'm not familiar. I'm actually not um, familiar. If you want to send something over to me, I'll be more than happy to take a look at that. No, I'm not but right it. now, I, well, I, I'm trying to I, answer I, I nanotechnology. From my like, in other words, they, Elon Musk will, will develop a device you that we can put it across your mouthpiece, and nice cities will come out. <laughs> Pardon? Pardon. Yes. So Yeah, she's trying to give you a pardon, nigga. You need a pardon from the governor, nigga, because no, you no, like no, you sound like you came through the swinging doors trying to be a lady. No. And when I know you're no, not a lady. No, no, no nigga. he didn't. No, he didn't. Oh, wait, who's not a lady? <laughs> Who's not a lady? That motherfucker's sick. He ain't got shit to he, do I today. Think about, uh, I think he's trying yeah, to talk about yeah, cuddles yeah, right yeah, now, but you yeah, never know who he's shooting. Ain't no KKK. It's going to be mute, mute, mute. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you said, wow. well, you said, when we were all in the seventh grade and we took yeah. our science class, remember yeah. we'd go to our science classes and we'd have these Bunsen burners and yeah. these tubes to, and uh, microscopes, uh-huh. and, and yeah, then we yeah. would mm-hmm. cut up, and they gave us a frog to cut open. Yeah, were yeah, we yeah, be, were, yeah. We, were we being like scientists then? Like when we were dissecting the frog, were we, we that did that, were we a scientist? You were in, you were a bit, you were in science class, so yeah. Wow. Okay. Thank you, Yusuf. Thank you. Thank you for answering, Yusuf. I think I think you just did a wonderful job. Out loud, I wasn't answering for you. I was just talking yeah. out loud to myself. No, what you I was were doing is not and it made listening. Sense what you were saying. Ask Yusuf a question. You know what you oh, people God. do here? Do you know what you, you know, people do? You know what do you do? Do you know what you do? Do you know what you do? Let me hear. 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 Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. You're not going to bully me, sir. 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 I'm not bullying. That's a fact. I just want you to give it to me, baby. I know you do. I know you do. You want me to make your You want me to make your face? Well, what you want the me to fuck make my face wrong. So technically, we're all scientists then. Beck, can, can you please, can you please don't fuck with yes, the improv yes, right are, now? Give it to me, we're baby. Give it to me. Back. We're all scientists. Give it to me, baby. So, yeah. So you're going to answer for me? 
That time I didn't answer for you. He didn't. He didn't direct it at anyone in general, and I answered the question. He, right. He, well, listen here, woman. He he said you sir. He said you that didn't was hear the that? first time where I didn't answer. The he question. just said you sir again, woman. He did not. He did not. Oh my god! I didn't hear him. I didn't hear him ask you twice. I heard the question second time around, which seemed no, like it was over back to anyone pack, who wished. Back to pack. Back you pack. Can you please repeat? What you just said, you pecker would. I said, do you think we are scientists? Because in seventh grade, we all pretty Who much dissected. Who the fuck was you talking to when you said that? You. You was understood. You we're all you. Yousef, I'm asking you. Do you think we're all scientists? Right. Well, thank you, Peck. You, well, they wait said they all you, kids. They, they said man. these two girls I'll said they're a part of you. They, you they're a part of your stable, kids. They said they answered for their daddy. We got long hair. They answered for their daddy, for their baba. <laughs> Hold up now. Hold on. Thank it you, Peck. No, thank you, Peck. That's the second time today. That's right. I don't know where your baba is right now. I'll always remember you, Beckman. Gordon, right? That's his name, Gordon, right? Gordon Lightfoot. I, you know, Beckman, I did. I, you the one who brought that to me. A great. I really like his shit. Good. And then, Everybody and then for you to have day, your memory, mark this day down, for, y'all. A white man is giving Kente something that he accepted, right here on the J King <laughs> Network, February yeah. fifth. 2024, it is approximately 11.34 a.m. right here on the J.T. Network. And it's Black History Month, too. So that's a double. And as well, Beckman, along with that, you just remembered, and you said, you, Yusuf, I was talking to you when you said that. You did say that just now, right? I did say that. Okay, well, now, thank you. Thank you, Beckman. You did very – you are on tune. You walking in rhythm right now. I'm he's talking about to get to these three imbeciles. Beckman, let me. I got to pull out the ray gun, Beckman, for three imbeciles. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Beckman. That was so that was for you. We have to get that first for, honorary mention. That was for. Three sixth grade non comprehending Negroes. We were in seventh grade. We, I thought we were in seventh grade science class. Why are we in sixth right. grade right you, now? You imbeciles, your comprehension oh, is wow. that of nothing more. Well, the man just says, I mean, you couldn't, it was way over your head. Because wow, he's a man? He's a man now. It, it My required, God. Listen, yes. Oh, yeah, wow. he's a man. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not the man. white man. Thank you. Right, you're the man. Oh, yeah, you're a as white you requested. man. Yeah. No, well, you said the man, the which is what he's always he's asked you to refer to him as. I'm a hey, wait man. a minute. That's Beck the Peck. Peckerwood. <laughs> Peck Don't get the broom out now. You gave it up. We heard you. Yeah, he's Peck the Peck man. Back to Pepper That's who he is. I got what, the back man. I just think it's beautiful that you're expressing niceties towards your brother. Well, That's no. awesome. Well, I know. No, you know, all no. I'm doing, I, all I'm doing is observing those that are walking in rhythm. You three dingbats are flying drunk. Oh. Maybe you should clip your wings and come back down to earth because you're in the wrong orbit. Well, who says what orbit is the right orbit? 
Well, you're not on the mothership. Who's the arbiter ship. of orbit? You're not on the – well, I, well, I'm just uh, saying Well, would you like a shovel? Will that get you somewhere? Pardon? Well, here's well, my can next I ask question. You a question. We don't – Oh, yeah, go ahead, back, re- back. Do we even remember why we were cutting into the frog? I can't remember why. Yes. What was we it were, we, we were, were supposed co- to learn? Yes, we were dissecting the frog to learn of its anatomy. And, and how things are structured, you know, basically in there. What, like how, well, a, how a leg works? Well, how well, a leg I mean, and like, an ass works, because if you look around, they're integrated now into the women. They got frog ass-shaped booties. You understand what I'm saying? Where they got those at? Where you get those at, Kettles? As only you know. You're talking to imbeciles. They're bad spirits right now. You ask me a question, I'm going to answer what you just said. And okay. the answer is, the answer is, Beckman, what class was you in? I think it was the seventh grade. Not not what grade, Beckman. Listen to the question. Well, it, was, it, was, it, was it was a science class. What class, what science. class were you, you were in science? Well, there's a yeah, lot science. of divisions of science, Beckman. What specific class? You would think about it, Beckman. You were cutting, dissecting a frog. So what class was that? It's in you. Well, Just think. Think about it. Was, it. it was, as far as I remember, it was my science class. That's what class Beckman, I was once in. again, there is science in all classes. You have the science of math. You have the science of of astrology. You have English. the science. What science? Now, if you were cutting in a frog, think, Beckman, it's in you. Think about what class you were in when you King. cut that frog. What was it in? It begins with a B, King Beckman. Oh, biology? Biology, Beckman. We're getting to the root. To, see, you let them, you're listening to those imbeciles give you an answer, and you're just going to go for it. So, Beckman, you were in a biology class. So what were you doing in there? You, What is bio, Beckman? What does bio mean? That, uh, well, that means what, like, like what's inside of our bodies. Or, or no, bio No. Just organisms. Just one word. What does bio mean? One word. It's the organisms within us. One word. You're bundling. I don't, are you with Jake? The, the Jake? Are you with Jake, the insurance he, man? You can't bundle it. One word. Wow. Fluid? You're very close. Bio. Bio means what? Come on, password. Bio. Well, I, I know what biohazard is. No, no. You, you were close. You, you, you were very close to what you were saying originally. Uh, bio. Bio, bio, oh, bio, uh, bio life? Life. You're talking, you were in, it was about life, the source of life. Thank you, Nicole. That's what you, that, so instead of cutting on you, Beckman, they were cutting, you were cutting on a frog, which apparently doesn't mean anything to them. You got to remember that same spirit that moved that frog. Is in you. That's the spirit of life. So you were in a biology about life class, cutting on, taking away life. 
that frog. Yeah, but I think I think I think the frog had, was already dead. I didn't take it. He definitely, right? I think well, okay. were, oh, oh. it was frozen well, and all that. Right. <laughs> yeah. We, right. They killed that frog for the sake of, you know, they took time to kill that frog. So it you was can like learn an autopsy about yeah, how like they want you to learn. Autopsy. Well, well, back. natural causes. This is and now. See, we're, we're getting to. Uh, you see, this sister is why. Frog, this is why the education level so, in so America. So this is why. And do you know that the frog didn't die of natural causes? You got all these children that think they're students, and it's fucking up students. the whole. It's fucking up like, America. See, this, it's this about is learning. And I think we're all lifelong learners. I think the day we stop learning, we're dead. Well, listen here, yes, sister. Listen here, Miss Black Woman. Yes, you didn't King. know. Yes. You didn't. You, you know. Thank God for Google, because you don't know shit. Well, that's your opinion. You're entitled you're to nothing, it. Listen here. <laughs> you're nothing but a gopher. But, but we and know. We know for, it biology. It me. Let me tell you so, something. Let me tell you I don't something. think that was a Let tough one. Tough one. You okay, just have to think, think on it. He, wanted, he said you want to Google's biatches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You I mean, run by Google. No, it's not in you. It's not. See, you didn't study. You need Google. You don't have it in you. You don't have the intelligence um, in you. So are you we going to stay on topic, or we now have we now reached well, that point where we were talking yeah. about did, did life you know? and about the decapitation of the head? But they we moved focused. on from there. We moved no, on from this there, is remember? About, this is the same thing. Okay, See, then. You're okay. a student. He right here, he's let laying me, down on the ground. The nigga with the dreadlocks. Yeah, that's him right there. Let me say something okay. to you. I got to go now. The first, My hose the first, is calling me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the first person who throws out insults, they have just let everyone know they have run out of things to say. There's no reason for you to insult anyone. Mm-hmm. And no one knows everything, and we'll start with you. You clearly by do not know say, everything. By, by, by me, by me saying uh, but, but, uh, that uh, your intelligence level is that of an American. No, student, no, no. The fact that you would you? think that that's relevant right now in this discussion. So if my intelligence well, level relevant, is subpar, sir, pardon you, sir. What was relevant? If my sub, no, 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 no. Let's let's just stay here where you are since you want you have a low vibration. Let me reach down and and lift you a pipe. I realize, I realize, Snitchy, that you like to use that phrase a lot, that nobody knows everything. Well, no one does. So what I say is, so so what I say unto you is, is that do not worry about everybody else's intelligence. Worry about your own. Well, I'm speaking to the one who just because said something my about my intelligence. And your Were you intelligence listening? Way I think, please don't enter. The way please I don't think, enter the discussion listening. if you I've have been, been listening. listening. I've been listening. I've well, been then listening. you know what was just said to me, then, and you know listening. why I'm responding. So, so I if you know that you, much, so you should you know again. why I'm saying what I'm saying. So I tell you again. And why are you interrupting? And why are you interrupting? You argument. You angry you black woman didn't they make a movie about it. You are you are angry. Won't you won't you fall you back for, for some time? You angry. Won't you just fall back? Nobody's talking no, to you right now.